And good morning, everybody, and welcome to Early Bird Chat number 147. This is Gizzard Gary, along with uh, Single Shot and Rich White, and we are ready to talk with each and every one of you this Sunday, August the 21st, 2022. So let's see, before we get going along too much, let's see who we got out there. And uh looks like we've got Kingpin first in this morning. Tactical FUD from the state of Arkansas is out there. Sam of Anarchy 92 is out there. And Rich White doing double duty. Uh, 223 DMR is out there. Tony York is in the audience along with Chris from the 740. Mike is out there. Uh, Brian Bridges jumping in. Uh, let's go on down. Razor JB is in the audience. Was listening to the replay of the Hens chat. We'll talk about that later. Uh, Block 9 is in the audience. Krabby Turtle is with us this morning. Along with Rollis Carvelis. Uh, Travis T is out there. Let's see. I think I'm finally getting caught up here. Uh, tacos and french fries. Sounds good for breakfast. Always. Um, and we've got Abigail Finnegan. Abby is out there. Good morning. And still no, uh, no chicken for Abigail, although I have reported it to YouTube. So we'll see, uh, what they tell us about that. Uh, somehow she's missing her chicken. She is, she joined the, uh, she joined the channel's YouTube channel member on the 12th, I believe. It was a week ago last Friday. So thank you very much. Even though you don't, you should have a yellow chicken out there. So uh, you deserve one. Sam of Anarchy 92 is out there. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and get started. So uh, once again, me introduce our two panelists and the first one, as you can see, is rolling down the road on 18 wheels. He is uh, hails from the state of Maine. Let's welcome Single Shot. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, Rich. And good morning, all on the chat. We're rolling towards uh, Grand River, Grand Rapids, Michigan. <laughs> oh, you're headed towards uh, Two Live Moo. Yeah, he's out there somewhere, buddy. So uh, we're getting out through there. Uh, pretty good i'm in western new york almost into pennsylvania right now and uh it's been good so far 76 degrees uh, high thin clouds got a good amount of sun shining through here and uh i'm gonna stop over here in ohio as soon as i cross that state line and put some fuel in and uh after i uh Deliver in Grand Rapids. I'm not sure where they're going to send me yet, so <laughs> I have to wait and find that out tomorrow, I guess. But uh, wanted to make one little bit of uh, information here for folks, folks that know C.W. Longshot. He had uh, another heart attack. I didn't know he had one before, but uh, I heard from him this morning. He's apprehensive a bit. But he's doing well. I guess the uh, surgery is going to go down uh, Tuesday morning. 
he is taking text only at the moment because uh, uh, the way he's feeling, of course, because everything going on with the, the procedures and everything. So I wanted to uh, let everybody know about that. But I dropped uh, two videos, one on YouTube and one on Rumble, uh, letting folks know there as well. So that's what's going on in my world this morning so far. Alrighty, thank you. Uh, I see that uh, we've been joined by DM Foss, the Danger Mouse. Good morning. The King of the Overnight is out there. So uh, our second panelist, he's uh, he's a frequent flyer. He comes to us high from the mountaintops of West Virginia, but he hails from Pennsylvania. Let's welcome the host of the Unloaded Media Channel, Rich White. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And, uh, I can't fly. I'm, I'm not Superman. so You can't fly. Flying doesn't work very well. <laughs> I'll, I'll be done. It, it, it's, it's more falling with style. You know, it's like your way of doing things. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what flying is, really. <laughs> Unless you have wings, you're just gliding anyway. So, so we had a question out there. Out there in the chat from Abby. Abby wants to know, she says, I'm curious if I'd be harassed by government for open carrying a sword in Minnesota. Uh, Tony York offers, uh, if you dress in Middle Eastern garb, probably not. (laughs) It's an interesting question. Uh, Interested in getting an Odachi. Rich probably knows what that is. I don't. Yeah, it's an alternate version of the spelling for a no dodge, which is essentially a two-handed katana. I knew you'd know. Yeah. They were generally <laughs> wow. used from horseback. They're also known as a horse sword. I, I knew you was, you was my sword guy. So, uh, yeah, Sam says, if you were dressed in uh, cosplay clothing, I wouldn't think so. Uh, Tony says, uh, typical old white guy swords would be a problem here. Wow. (laughs) All right. So everybody having a good weekend so far? Mine's going great. I've had pretty decent weather. Uh, got some things done. Still got some things to do, but, uh. So far, so good. No complaints. How about all of you? Doing well so far. So Abby says, or I could carry a Celtic spear. You could. Uh, 223DMR says, just don't use a Confederate sword. (laughs) I got very lucky one time when I was out. I think it was out in Colorado, a uh, place that was a uh, pawn shop, was uh, in an area where I could park the truck. Me and a uh, teammate there, we run teams back then, and stopped into uh, the pawn shop, and the fellow had a katana there, and my knowledge of swords is rather limited, but I learned that if uh, a katana had uh, finger fingerprint 
thumbprint marks on the edge of the blade. It was put there by a master swordsman and it's a maker. And um, you're never supposed to pull one all the way out of the sheath until you're ready to use it. So I asked him if I could take a look at it, and it, it was tied. It was actually tied so that you couldn't open it all the way unless you untied the the uh, yarn that they had around it. That's what I'll call it right now, a rope. Tether, anyway. And uh, I pulled that sword out just a little ways to look at it. Sure enough, there was the thumb and fingerprint of the sword maker on that thing. I asked him how much he wanted for it at the time. He said $75, and I didn't take long at all to pull that out of my wallet. Unfortunately, it was uh, quite severely damaged in the fire down south, and a lot of that stuff just disappeared. As I wasn't able to get back to the uh, location down there for two or three days after it happened. So I lost a lot of stuff, unfortunately. There's no telling how much that sword was actually worth. But I will tell you one thing. That thing was as sharp as a razor. If, if that were the real deal, it was worth a hell of a lot more than the 75 you paid for it, I'll tell you that much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> better believe it. So I want to say hello to New York Outcast. Rob D. is out there in the audience. Good morning. If you think you're hearing purring in the background, it's quite possible that you are. My, uh, <laughs> my cat and channel partner, George Grayson Cat, is... Decided to get in my lap about two minutes before the show started. And, well, he doesn't take no for an answer. So, uh, no. until he's ready to leave, he'll be up here about a foot from the mic. So, he wants to be part of the show, too. So, uh, want to back up in the chat. Uh, let's see. Abby says, I don't have a sword. My family came to the U.S. around the turn of the 20th century. Uh, DM Foss is asking me, did you see the clip of foul territory I put up? What kind of shenanigans you got going on? I did. I don't know if you're referring to the one that you put on my Gilded chat or not. That was pretty good. Uh, if you've got something else, I haven't seen it yet. Uh, I'll take a look. Abby said, I just know how to use swords. I don't know much about the manufacturer or history. Uh, 223DMR says, I don't have one either, LOL. My family came from Palermo just before World War One. Um... Let's see, Abby says, to be fair, most weapons feel pretty intuitive for me. I don't know why, but they feel natural. Uh, Christian Grest is out there in the chat. Good morning. Uh, Sam wants to know, asking Abby, what about hidden wakazashis under a long coat, if you own any? 
the wakizashi is is the japanese short sword that is the companion piece to the katana there you go uh now rob says i assume everyone went to get the stuff to make no bake cookies this morning um now, if you missed it, that's a reference to G23's chat yesterday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, evidently, evidently, Squidload has never had no-bake cookies before. He didn't know there was such a thing. Yeah, well, Squib also doesn't think chocolate goes with pretzels, so he's just weird anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. DM says, I put a shot on my YouTube. We'll have to take a look at that later. Uh, Travis T says, no bake is a no-go. I like them. They're not my favorite in the world, but uh, let's see. Christian Griss says, LOL, Travis. Yeah, I'll pass on no bake cookies. Abby says, I can always appropriate my fiance's hoodie. Well, there you go. Tony says, I have little use for bladed weapons beyond a pocket knives. Guns are far more practical for me. Uh, and Warsaw Patriot is out there this morning. And also, Clint Torres is out there. All right, we've got 23 people out in the chat. Abby says, WTF, chocolate and pretzels go together perfectly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. good stuff. Uh, dark chocolate, uh, milk chocolate, white chocolate, you name it. Uh, Travis T says cookies come in two flavors, chocolate chip and Oreo. <laughs> uh, those are both good. 223DMR says I'm headed out to church. Maybe I'll be back in time before you all leave. Well, I hope so. Have a good one. Yep, be careful. Uh, Abby says, I have guns. I can use guns well. I want more options, though. Well, you want nukes? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Tony says, I don't care much for chocolate. Yes, you got the gizzard autocorrect. I knew what you meant there. So (laughs) I will try to read what I think you meant if you misspell a word. Especially for the sake of people listening to the podcast, the one or two people who might download my audio podcast. But hey, it's out there. So uh, that's something I've been doing about the last month and a half or so. And uh, I'm not getting a lot of traffic out there, but if anybody if anybody enjoys it, then it's out there for them. It doesn't really take me much time. Uh, Abby says, unironically, legalize recreational nukes. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Recreational nukes. Now, that's a new one. (laughs) Yeah, people should be able to have fun with nukes. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Rob says, Gary does an excellent job correcting my gibberish. I do try. Thank you, sir. Uh, Tony says, I'm a huge fan of the Davy Crockett. Mm. Warsaw says, seems like now our government is trying to weaponize the ATF. You've been seeing guns and gadgets news on it. 
It's yep. crazy. Uh, yep. I have not seen that. I generally do not watch his channel. So. He's right. one of those sensationalists that I was. Yeah, he's a little bit of an alarmist. That's for sure. Yeah. Instead, we ended up somehow getting on a discussion about lead, and the topic for the show just kind of went out the window at that point. <laughs> DM Foss says spelling is overrated. See what I did there? Nice try, though. Uh, Sam says, Abby, what about an expendable baton, taser, and pepper spray? There you go. Abby said, Tony, I never said I don't want more guns. I just want things in addition to a bunch of guns. Well, there you <laughs> go. Tony says, Davy Crockett is a hand-fired nuke, FYI. I did not know that. Thank you for clarifying. Old Crankman says, hi, currently I'm in critical condition, so hope y'all are doing better than me. What happened? What happened? If that's true, I'm very, very sorry, and uh, hopefully you'll have a speedy recovery, if so, sir. Likewise. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm very sick, he says. Well, I hope you I hope you recover. I hope you heal quickly, like I say. We don't want we don't want anybody ill in our little fold here for the early bird chat or anybody else for that matter. Yeah, sorry. Uh Warsaw says speaking of nukes, looks like the Russian government has captured a major nuclear, he says, plant in Kherson, Ukraine. If that goes off, it would be worse than Chernobyl. The fallout yeah. would be seven times bad. And yeah, same country is where Chernobyl is, by the way. That's true. Uh, Abby says, more like fired from a recoilless rifle mounted to a vehicle. Wow. <laughs> I played with one of them when I was in the military. I was in the really? army. I, uh, I I had a real good friend that was uh, sergeant first class, and uh, he knew I was heavily into firearms. We was out in the field there one day, and he says, "Boy, have I got a weapon for you!" I said to myself, "Oh my God, now what?" Because <laughs> he was quite the joker, and. Uh, he says, you wait right here. I'll go get it. So he took off there for a minute. A few minutes later, he come back with a 90-millimeter recoilless rifle. I put that thing on my shoulder. I says, get any ammo? <laughs> he says, you nut. He says, I figured I'd, <laughs> I'd hear that from you. So I'm displaying on the screen some Gorn that was sent from Christian Grist. Thank you. My uncle had a a picture of him from when he was in the Marines standing next to one of those vehicles they had in Nam that had the four recoilless rifles on it and getting ready to fire the thing. I fired a law and I fired a dragon. When I was in, I had to learn how to use them. So, old Crankman says, thank you all. 
And he says, despite me being ill, that don't stop me getting vacuums. There you go. <laughs> um, I wish you well, Crankman. Should probably wear a mask. Yeah, you probably should. Yeah. Sam said, nice ARs. BWAT75 says, hey, hey, good morning. Christian Christian Griss says, I'd love to shoot a recoilless rifle. Yeah. And Abby. Abby, Abby says, Sam, I can get whatever weapon I want. I'm not one to care about weapons laws. Uh, <laughs> see, Rob D says, that's a messy way to store your ammo, Christian. <laughs> Travis says, Abigail, you're going to steal my heart talking that way. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, that's a nice. I'd picture. like to find a lady just like her. Yeah, if I was about thirty, forty years younger. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a number, Gary. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, defense dad is out there. And says good morning, morning defense dad. You have to work today, I presume. Um, DM Foss says, I haven't fired a recoilless rifle, but I have fired plenty of lazy workers. (laughs) (laughs) I've never got to be a boss, so I never got to hire or fire anybody. So, oh well. Uh, Abby says, I'm not available. Been engaged for over a year. Oh, good for you. Congratulations and best wishes for me anyway. Travis T says, I got, a, I got a good wife, so no worries. Let's see. Tony says, I did find one and raised four. Mm. Okay. Uh, Clint says, just register Democrat, and you have a great chance of most laws not applying to you. <laughs> Tony says, and I am working on three granddaughters. I just have one right now who will be 10 years old next month. Abby says, I have three sisters. They're all married with kids. Well, I guess we're out of luck then, aren't we? I guess so. Yeah, well, just the luck. And then she says, Tony, I'm an anarcho-capitalist. Uh, Rob D. says, I can mail single-shot a girl, but he's got to send me 20K cash first. <laughs> so Travis T. says, if I register Democrat tomorrow, it means I died this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian says, my oldest daughter just got engaged on Friday. Well, congratulations to her. Hopefully no grandkids in the near future. Um, Tony says, I am a constitutionalist. So am I. That's the way to be. DM Foss says, Gizzard Gary, but are they happily married? Uh, Who are you asking about? Abigail's sisters or... Oh, my God. My granddaughter's definitely not married. Uh, (laughs) My daughter is, that's for sure. 
Rob D says lots of chicks from Ukraine like American truck drivers. Yeah. Okay. There's your chance right there. I don't know anything about that. I'm not in the market to get married again, by the way. So, Defense Dad says, dirty old men, all of y'all. <laughs> <clears throat> I am not dirty. I just took a shower a few minutes ago. Thank you very much. And uh, by the way, George has uh, <clears throat> left his roost. So, uh, shouldn't hear any purring for a while. Tony said, said nothing remotely dirty. Uh, Defense Dad says, Gary, you get my text. Let's see. I think that's you anyway. Oh. Yeah, I did. I haven't had a chance to look at it yet. I was in the middle of a live stream last night when I got that, so I uh, haven't had a chance to look at it. Uh, Travis T. says, I'll accept the title of dirty, but I'm not old. Okay, well, I'll be old and not dirty. So, uh, Rob D. says, I haven't brushed my teeth yet, so technically everything I say is dirty. That's true. <laughs> That's absolutely true. That doesn't make you a bad person, though. That's right. All right. So, whoops, I hit the wrong button there. That's for sure. Trying to get the giveaway tool going on another screen. So, what can be right? Wow. We have a giveaway coming up in about an hour and a half. If you want to get in on that, the hashtag is hashtag EBC147. Of course, I don't know why y'all are bothering because Abby has won my last two giveaways. <laughs> in case you don't watch my Friday night show, she, in addition to winning the early bird check giveaway this last week, she also won my foul territory giveaway. Wow. On Friday. Abby says, I might see my fiance and I are getting matched JTAC M200s at some point. Uh, says, I might be the youngest. Youngest in the chat? Uh, quite possibly. I don't know everybody's ages. You're definitely younger than any of the three of us. So... Uh, Oh, we already got seven people entered in the giveaway. Wow. Good job, everybody. Uh, Damn, Foss says EBC giveaway is fixed. <laughs> it's beginning to look that way, isn't it? Wow. It's really not. I sure wish Abby had a yellow chicken. We're working on getting her a yellow chicken. Just imagine her with a yellow chicken after that ranch. It should be there. <clears throat> there is no there's no probationary period while you're waiting for your for your chicken as far as I know. Tony says some of us are really fucking old. Uh yeah. <clears throat> and I'm really even older. Uh Lead Life is out there. 
with the chicken or with the chicken with the hashtag. Can't even talk this morning. <laughs> Gizzard not being able to talk. That's new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's new. All right. So, uh, okay. So, let's see, DM Fuss says age is just a number and yours is way up there. Wow. Uh, Tony says, and high mileage. Uh, Rob D says, I'm old enough to know better, but young enough not to care. There you go. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm old enough to know better and old enough that I don't really care. Uh, Sam says, I'm 29, will be 30 on Thursday. Well, early congrats. If so, you're pretty young. Lead Life says good morning, all. Morning. Yeah, I can remember being 29 or 30. About You can? Yeah, about <laughs> 29 or 30 years ago. <laughs> I can't remember 29. Abby says three years older than me. That's right. She's 27 or 26, 27, right in there. Younger than either one of my kids, even. Uh, my kids are 37 and 34. Hmm. So, yeah, time has a way of getting away from you. And it's yeah, kind of it like, like a stone rolling downhill. It picks up speed. Yep. <laughs> so I'm going to try to enjoy... Enjoy the entire ride. How about that? Abby says, 26, I'll be 27 in January. Ah, you got your birthday in the right month, at least. Oh. Uh, Tony says, my youngest is 35. Travis says, I'm 41 with a 14 and 11-year-old. So just a little bit older than my son. Uh, DM Fuss says, single shot needs to wash that windshield. Yes, sir, I do. <laughs> yeah, I made that remark earlier. I said, you got your camera, but I can't hardly see through it. <laughs> uh, Kingpin says, I'm 45, but I act like I'm four or five. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do, too. Uh, Tony says, oldest will be 40 in December. Wow. Yep, I'm 66. I got no children of my own. I got two godchildren that don't even think to say boo to me anymore, I guess. They'll be 63 in January. So getting up there. Uh-huh. But, uh. It happens. But oh, yeah. uh, as DM said, age is just a number and mine's getting up there. Misha oh. N is out there. Says, good morning, Misha. Mother Cluckers. How about that? Good morning, Misha. Uh, Block 9 says, 57. My sons are 36 and 28. Now you don't have to give your age if you want if you don't want to. A lot of people like to remain anonymous and all that stuff on the YouTubes. So don't feel obligated to give me your personal information. 
Crabby Turtle said just crossed the 50-yard line, all downhill from here now. Uh, Rob D says, so which one of you is my father? I can use some support. It's not me. Not me. <laughs> not I. Not me. Tony says number three is 35-2, and number two is in there, too. Christian says I'm 45. And Sam says, Abby, I would have asked your age, but I'm a gentleman, and it's not polite to ask a lady her age. Misha says, I think I'm 35, but don't quote me. Uh, (laughs) Defense Dad says, I don't feel a day over 80. Mike White is out there. He says, good morning. Just for the record, I'll be 69 October the 1st. Very good, sir. You uh-huh. keep going. Uh, Christian says, daughters are 26 and 24. Uh, Kingpin says, I think Snob is New York outcast, daddy. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Since he's not in here, why not? That sounds good to me. <laughs> Block 9 says, my sons are so into video games, I said if I want grandkids, I'd have to do it myself. <laughs> Uh, Chris from the 740 says 47. Uh, Let's see. Abby says, do I really count if I can out drink most men that challenge me? Uh, Sure you can. Back in my day, that would be a challenge. I used to be able to put that stuff away. Yeah, I could I could drink up to a point I couldn't remember how much I drank. How about that? <laughs> how many times? Uh quite a few. <laughs> a few, yeah. So Misha says, speaking of who's your dad, hey Rob, do you dip your cookies in milk? Because your dad never came back with the milk. <laughs> Abby says Irish whiskey Tony Um, Tony says I can drink coffee with the best of them yeah me too yep me too like my coffee coffee and water Christian says I've always been a lightweight I'd be a terrible Irishman yeah I've never been I've never really drank enough to where I could handle that much but uh yeah, I'm a I'm fairly cheap as far as that goes. Rob says I can't afford milk. No, that's oh, because please. Rob's a cheapskate. Get that powdered milk. That's good stuff. Do they still have that anymore? I don't know. I haven't seen it for a long time. That nasty stuff my mom used to buy when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think man. they do, but they also have shelf stable actual liquid milk, which doesn't have to be refrigerated until. After oh yeah, start. I've seen that. Let's see. DM says with alcohol, each drink gets a little easier. Mm. Mike White says I drank to the point of blacking out, so I quit. Oh yeah, yeah it scared me a couple times when people told me about things I'd done and I couldn't even remember doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tony said yep. hangovers got longer than vacations, so yeah. 
Rob if D I said, started, go ahead. Well, Rob D said they have it, Gary. I've got some in storage. Well, there you go. There is powdered milk. What was you going to say? If I started with beer, I had to finish with beer. If I started with hard stuff, I had to finish with hard stuff. I never was able to really combine the two. Uh, Misha says Rob can't afford milk because he's a closet M and P fan. <laughs> uh, Travis says Mike White in my twenties blacking out was the goal. Uh, I never liked that. Just, just to clarify for Misha, there is nothing closeted about it, Rob being an M and P fan, buddy. No. <laughs> he is very open about his uh, M and P fanaticism. And he said so. He says, no, I'm a proud M&P fan. <laughs> no. Sam, it would Sam says I'm quarter Irish, but I hardly drink for personal reasons. What was you going to say, Rich? That's the same. Misha would have been correct if he called uh, Rob a closeted Glock fan. Well, that's true. It's <laughs> absolutely true. Uh, Misha says, luckily, I can have a drink in the morning because I work nights, so I'm still awake. Uh, Kingpin says, my story is similar to Rob's. I quit smoking at seven years old. Well, my mom never came back from the store and they wouldn't sell them to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Christian says, nothing wrong with an M&P in my book. That's right. Mm, I don't own one, but, uh, you know, with the statement that Smith & Wesson made this last week, I might just own another Smith & Wesson here soon. Oh. Looks like it's raining there, single shot. Yes, sir, it is. Told you I was going to get the windshield washed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Let's see. Just no. started. I have never owned an m and I do own a third-gen Smith. That's the only Smith I own so far. But, uh, Let's see, Misha says, nah, Rob's a rainbow Glock boy. <laughs> Tony says, I also once woke up between two sisters in Evansville, in Indiana. <laughs> no idea how I got there. Wow. Sam says M&Ps are great, but I like many other gun brands. I have lots of brands I like. Abby says I will probably get a Shield 2.0 after I move. Misha says, and Snob's a rainbow high point guy. There you <laughs> go. I've owned a I like point. my Rugers. I'm trying to think. Yeah, I just have right now. I just own the one rigger. Travis yeah. wants to know what was Smith and Wesson's announcement. Let yeah, moving out of Massachusetts. Not that one. No, not that one. Oh, not that one. No. Let me that. let me pull it up here so I can read it. Yeah, a letter written by the president of Smith and Wesson, basically telling the government where they can shove it. Okay, <laughs> let me put that on the screen here so everybody yes, can see. Yes, indeed. All right. So, 
says Smith & Wesson CEO issues strong statement in the face of Second Amendment attacks. And it says, amid an unprecedented and unjustified attack on the firearm industry, Smith & Wesson Brands Incorporated's President and CEO Mark Smith responded Monday with the following statement. A number of politicians and their lobbying partners in the media have recently sought to disparage Smith & Wesson. Some have had the audacity to suggest that after they have vilified, undermined, and defunded law enforcement for years, supported prosecutors who refuse to hold criminals accountable for their actions, overseen the decay of our country's mental health infrastructure, and generally promoted a culture of lawlessness, Smith & Wesson and other firearm manufacturers are somehow responsible for the crime wave that has predictably resulted from these destructive policies. But they are the ones to blame for the surge in violence and lawlessness, and they seek to avoid any responsibility for the crisis of violence they have created by attempting to shift the blame to Smith & Wesson, other firearm manufacturers, and law-abiding gun owners. It is no surprise that the cities suffering most from violent crime are the very same cities that have promoted irresponsible, soft-on-crime policies that often treat criminals as victims and victims as criminals. Many of these same cities also maintain the strictest gun laws in the nation. But rather than confront the failure of their policies, certain politicians have sought more laws restricting the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding citizens while simultaneously continuing to undermine our institutions of law and order. And to suppress the truth, some now seek to prohibit firearm manufacturers and supporters of the Second Amendment from advertising products in a manner designed to remind law-abiding citizens that they have a constitutional right to bear arms in defense of themselves and their families. To be clear, a Smith & Wesson firearm has never broken into a home. A Smith & Wesson firearm has never assaulted a woman out for a late-night run in the city. A Smith & Wesson firearm has never carjacked an unsuspecting driver stopped at a traffic light. Instead, Smith & Wesson provides these citizens with the means to protect themselves and their families. We are proud of our 170-year history. We are proud of the commitment of our employees to making a quality product. We are proud to provide law-abiding citizens and law enforcement, our customers, with the tools to provide for their security and independence. We are proud of our responsible business practices. We will continue to work alongside law enforcement, community leaders, and lawmakers who are genuinely interested in creating safe neighborhoods. We will engage those who genuinely seek productive discussions, not as a means of scoring political points. We will inform, we will continue informing law-abiding citizens that they have a constitutionally protected right to defend themselves and their families. We will never back down in our defense of the Second Amendment. Smith & Wesson, Empowering Americans. So there you go. Yep. I'd like to see the rest of the gun companies do the same thing. Yeah, me too. Stand up for what you believe in. Absolutely. So I see uh, I see the gun snob is out there finally. 
Hey, snob. <laughs> yeah, according to Kingpin, that is uh, New York Outcast Dad. Okay. <laughs> Let's uh, back up a little bit. I had some chats come in while I was reading. Uh, let's see. Rob D says, I still carry and love my Gen 1 shield. I'm sure you won't be disappointed. Mike White says, do you think the Smith & Wesson said that just to sell more guns, or do they really feel that way? Um, it's hard to tell. It's probably a combination of the two. Uh, if you're going to sell guns, I think you ought to have an attitude like that. Um, I'm I'm definitely in favor of it. Yep. Misha Good attitude says, to have. Misha says, Smith & Wesson announced they're making another variation of the M&P? No. Rob says, and all we hear is crickets from the other manufacturers. Yeah, I know. Christian says, yeah, I love that statement from Smith & Wesson. If that doesn't get you fired up, there's no help for you. Heck, makes me want to grab another Smith & Wesson. Uh, let's see. Travis says, okay, I need a new gun. So, Snob, you got a link if you want to jump in here like I did. Your chat, for those who don't know, we had a surprise jump up uh, hens chat last night, hosted by the gun snob. We went live at about 10 p.m. Central last night. We were on for a couple hours, something we haven't done in a couple of years. It's kind of kind of fun for a change. Had several people out there, had a good discussion. So, uh, yeah. Jump on in here. You're not you're not that asleep. He said he had to edit video today, I do believe. Uh Rob says Smith and Wesson is catching flack from that statement, but they haven't backpedaled it yet, so that means something. Yep. Abby says if the gun company I want to start is able to get up and running, I'll only sell to civilians, no government sales. Uh, Clint says Smith and Wesson equals machine perfection. Tony says, I am old. The world does not exist after 8 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's still life late at night. And on the way, you know something, Gary? What's that? Ronnie Barrett told California the same thing, and he's still standing by it. That's true. So Defense Dad says it looks like the sky is leaking. Yeah, it is where it uh, is. single shot is, that's for sure. Let's see, DM Foss says Snob has to edit his videos. I thought he was a one-take wonder. Yeah. Eh. No, nah, he's not he's not perfection. He has to polish that image. You know, when you get to be a pro like he is, you have to really work on that. <laughs> Travis says, I I need a 10-year layaway plan for a Barrett, though. That's about oh, right. Oh, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. That's about right. Uh, 32 people out there in the audience. Thank you. Rob D says, if you like the statement, let them know in an email. Yeah, you could do that, or you could uh, 
You could uh, message them on Twitter or Facebook. I presume there's lots of ways of getting a hold of them. Yeah. In, in addition to needing the 10 year layaway for the bear, you would then need a 10 year uh, um, financing plan for the ammunition that fires. Yeah. That's right. So Rob says we should support the ones doing things right. Yes, we should. Misha says Snob is a pro whose secret is he's only six feet from the target but uses split views. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, DM says uh, is Snob perfection like Glock perfection, mostly advertising? Pretty much. Yeah, probably. I, I know Snobby. He's a good guy, but he's about as perfect as I am. Uh, which is to say, you know, I'm 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 the very definition of humanity. I'm very much human because I very much make my share of mistakes. Same here. But uh, let's check and see if I have any new emails. Tony says, uh, "My desk is all cluttered with Smith and Wesson guns." <laughs> The gun snob says, I'm fixing to go move a bull that is in the wrong pasture. Oh, boy, that's going to be fun. So, who's visiting? You should should go live with that. Or you could join my chat and go live with trying to move the bull. I think people would like to see that. (laughs) Now, Rob D says, fixing to, are you broken? Uh, Sam says we all make mistakes. That's what makes us human. Exactly. And right. I think my internet glitched for a second there. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with this internet. I'm going to have to call the cable company and have them check it out. So Kingpin says, okay, since we are on the topic, why is it called a fixing bar? My burger isn't broken. (laughs) Good point. DM Foss said, I would love to watch Snob getting gored live. Is he going to go out there with a red cape? I want to see. Uh, Travis T says, if Snob gets kicked or horned, it'll go viral. Uh, Defense Dad says, fixing to go move a bull. Sounds like a euphemism for Snob has to visit the facilities. (laughs) Well, yeah, it could be. Hopefully it's not that painful. But now we're going down into a rabbit hole we probably shouldn't go down. So. Mike says, hook them horns. There you go. All right. So... Let's see. Tony says, fixing in some reason, regions equals preparing. The gun snob says, I haven't made a mistake since the last one. 
Yeah. So in 10 minutes, he's saying. <laughs> Tony says, i.e. fixing dinner. That's true. I think most most of us actually understood him. I think we tend to we tend to make sport of uh, making fun of the gun snobs way of talking, but and yeah, he does speak the Okie, but uh, it's not that much different from the way they speak around here, really. Uh Snob says, Kingpin, that's a fixin's bar, not fixing. Uh, Travis T says, zero days since our last accident. Yeah, we used to have one of those signs. Told how many days since the last accident they took it down. Uh, Abby says, that's what we say here in the South. Yep. Brian Bridges says it's fixing to move the ball. Uh, Deep Foss says a farmers only dot com only fans. My my wife is pigheaded. She just had surgery less than two weeks ago, and she's already out there making dinner. The other night, she says, "I'm fixing dinner now." I was like, "Why'd you break it?" The look I got. <laughs> so did you end up getting any dinner that night? Yeah, I just got the look beforehand. You know the look I'm talking about. You were married. Oh, yeah. So is she supposed to be moving around, or is she supposed to be taking Not it easy? Not as much as what she's been doing, and then she complains about it later on that evening, but she's pig-headed. She gets it from her dad, so it's on. So she gets it honestly. Yeah, aren't you, aren't you glad you're not pig-headed? You know better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd throw that out there because I knew I'd get a rise out of it. Uh, Tony said, I did a fair amount of time in the South when young. I lived in Texas for six months, but I don't think that counts. Rob D says, I can't help but joke with people about terms like fixing dinner. Hmm. That's fairly common around here. Is that uncommon where you live? Hmm. I thought everybody said that. So Defense Dad says, I'm not pig-headed. I'm just stubborn as hell. There you go. Oh, he's a mule. He's a mule. That's right. That don't make you a bad person. So anybody, anybody buy any new guns or <clears throat> score a good ammo score or anything recently? I have not. Mm-hmm. I haven't even been shopping a, this week. Got a good deal on a stack on gun cabinet at the um, secondhand furniture store of all places. Mm. You get it or you just saw it? Did you no, actually buy it? it? You got bought it. it. At the price they had it for? Yeah, bought it. How much did you pay? $85 for one that usually runs between I mean, 350 and 400 Nice. That was a good buy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Well, again, yeah. Snub says, I just want to know why you are all putting a G on the end of fixing. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Rob I've... says, making dinner, not supper, is common to me, but I'm in the north. Mm-hmm. Dinner and, supper dinner and supper are not the same thing. Any, The fact of the matter is, and you can say that I'm making supper for any uh, time of day. That would also apply to breakfast and lunch in the old days. But it's come to be more along the lines of a synonym for dinner. Oh. Well, I'm fixing to put some fuel in this thing here shortly. There you go. And it's not broken either. Nope. <clears throat> Defense Dad says, if I ever start a live show, it'll be called Because I Said So. (laughs) All right. Uh, Misha says, I almost bought a shotgun, but not sure about JTS. I loaded up 50 rounds of 12-gauge, two-and-three-quarter, number six bird, just light, light target loads, breaking in a new to me max 650 so tony said no i just got told i have to start paying the 500 dollar mortgage payment the missus ran out of money so nothing new for a spell oh that's a shame uh two gun kitty the catnip outlaw is out there saying good morning uh, DM Foss says, I'm fixing to trim my beard. Now, the gun snub says, growing up, we always had breakfast, dinner, and supper. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. Dinner was the big meal you ate at noon when you lived on a farm. Well, I remember those farm farm dinners. Yes, sir. Yeah. I used to work. I used to work for my uncle, and uh, we'd go in at noon, and my aunt would put out this spread, man, it was to die for. You might have worked 12 hours a day, but you ate like a king for... Wow. Uh, We work hard in the morning, get all the morning stuff done, chores, work in the field, whatever we had to do now, and turn around, come back and have lunch. And after we got that, we go back out in the fields and work it again. Out of those uh, three terms that Snob used to describe eating, two of them are actually derived from a word that means eating. So Sam says, Gizzard Gary, I sent you a pic of my Smith & Wesson knives. I have not got that. Let me see if it ended up in my spam filler. In my junk mailbox. Let's see. And I'm not saying it's junk. I'm just saying that Google might have made a mistake and stuck it there. I don't. I don't see it out there yet anyway. So uh, I will definitely keep an eye out for it. But I have not seen it yet. Dinner is derived from dying, meaning to eat. And supper is uh, developed from sup. Which also means to eat. That's true. Yeah. And breakfast is called breakfast because you're breaking the fast of not eating anything overnight. Hmm. Never thought you're breaking about. the fast. 
That's interesting. Never thought about that. Uh, <clears throat> the fence dad said, someone go to work for me. It's too peeply out there today. Uh, Rob says, you fixers are driving me nuts. <laughs> Two Gun Kitty said, dinner and supper were the same in the Northeast. Yeah, interchangeable when I was growing up. Uh, Christian says, not sure what my next firearm purchase slash project will be. I'm kind of in limbo at the moment as far as projects. Rob says, buy whatever you want as long as it's a Smith & Wesson. (laughs) Tony said, that huge dinner when bailing hay was very quickly seen as a mistake to me. (laughs) I could see that. Uh, Especially if you were drinking carbonated beverages at the time. The gun snob says, when we work cattle all day, my grandma, who is 95 now, still makes us a big dinner on those days. It's the best meal you can eat. I always look forward to it. Oh, yeah. Now, Defense Dad says, according to my grandma, dinner was the evening meal. Supper was at noon. Really? Hmm. If she made a good meal at noon and you called it lunch, she got mad. It's only lunch if it's a sandwich. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Tony said, good Lord, being in the loft when you are stuffed sucked. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Travis T says, my mother was a newspaper editor for 36 years. If I talked like snob... I'd have a bald spot on the back of my head from getting smacked. Yeah. When, I was, <laughs> when I worked at Greyhound, the temperature, even on the in the winter, on the platform, because all the diesel buses and everything, would average around 70 degrees or hotter. I quickly learned that when working, do not get carbonated beverages with lunch. And I would, <laughs> like, I would only get like an iced tea eliminate or a fruit punch when I was working with lunch. I would not get anything that was carbonated or dairy for that matter. I made the mistake one time me and my buddy went, we went uh, on what we took our lunch break together. He worked downstairs. I worked upstairs on the platform. He worked downstairs cleaning the drivers, uh, basically like their little motel they had under, you know, on the bottom floor of the Greyhound terminal. And I got a Jamocha shake. And by the time I got home, I was ready to puke that day. (laughs) So Kingpin says, today will be historic. I will get a new job, lose it, and get Defense Dad fired all at one time. Wow. (laughs) That's not good. Defense Dad said, did he just say learnt? (laughs) Learned. (laughs) Captain Codebook is out there and says, Morning, cleaning up and breaking down fair projects. So don't today. try and accuse me of using Oki out there, Defense Dad. I ain't from Oklahoma. Come on now. And Sam says, <laughs> Check your email now, Gary. All right. I do have it. All right. So let's see what Sam sent up. And I'm going to give it a turn so it'll fit on the screen a little better and resize it here. And then we'll take a look. How about that? So here we go. Let's go ahead and share that screen. So you can see Sam's knives. There they are. And uh, let's see. Yeah, no explanation. Just a good look at a couple knives. Good looking knives, by the way, especially the bottom one. I like those. 
Okay, and then I have another. I have a couple of them here. Let's see. Got two pictures here, so let's take a look at them. And it says, cooking brunch and dinner. Let's see. I'll make sure I got the right picture here. Well, cooking brunch and dinner have been in since 6 this morning. 20 pounds chicken, turkey, burgers, and Italian broths. Then this picture goes along with it. There's all the meat sitting out next to the smoker. All right, so back to the chat. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Hipparchus is out there. He says, hey, everybody, almost lunch for me. Tony said, working on the farm, we were only offered water, tea, and or coffee. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Yeah. Uh, old Crankin says, my Hoover from the late 70s is a beast. I vacuum part of the house with it, and it sounds mean. Uh, Abby says, I think, to be fair, I'm a little distracted at the moment. Uh, Defense Dad said, G it, yunta, I. <laughs> uh, Hipparchus says, have a custom rapier on order. Excited to see it. Hmm. Abby says, why do I get the feeling people are going to be confused when I move? Eh, possibly. Uh, the question for Hipparchus is, did you get the matching uh, carrying dagger to go with it? Or main gauche, as it was known in French? So Rob says, once I was sighting dormers on an extremely hot day, I got a milkshake on lunch from an ice cream shop. I think the milkshake turned on the way down and I threw it all up. Oh, oh. good grief. Yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about, man. You don't. <laughs> don't. Hot weather and dairy do not mix. <laughs> Hot weather and a heavy meal don't mix either. Yeah. <laughs> and Marcus says, any fencing fans? Brian Bridges says, now that's right. a fire. I may have done saber fencing when I was younger. So. Sam says, uh, the camo knife is what kicked off my knife addiction, LOL. Uh, Rob says, I wouldn't recommend drinking milkshakes when you're extremely hot. No, absolutely mm. not. No. Like, like I said, been there, done that, made that mistake. <laughs> Uh, Defense Dad says, I eat a light lunch usually. If I eat too big a meal at noon, I'm tired at work all afternoon. Yep. That's true. Uh, Rob says, I don't eat lunch at all normally. Hipparka says, no, I already have the dagger. Huh. D. 
Diem Fonce says, when you work graveyard long enough, the name of the meal stops mattering. Time loses yeah. its importance. That's right. Uh, work graveyard. Defense Dad says, I like fencing. Black chain link is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you work graveyard and that name still matter, you just eat them in reverse order. Yeah. Uh, Captain Codebook says, I'm originally from Rhode Island. Orange. Orange. Water. Water. Car. Car. Horrible. Horrible. Uh, Rob says, when someone pulls out a sword, I run or put some lead in them. That's probably your best plan. Smeggy is out there. Smeggy! Howdy, everyone. If I missed any more emails, nope, I think I got them all. So we are 10 minutes into hour number two. Going well, 30 people out there. Thanks to everybody. Uh, Tony says, back in the day, it would often be 120 degrees plus Fahrenheit in those haylofts. Oh, yeah, I can believe it. Oh, yeah. I can relate to that. About like being in a grain bin, which I was a few times. Those things got hot, too. Those big yeah. metal grain bins. Oh, yeah. About like an oven out in the middle of a, a gravel lot. So DM says, I knew someone was into fencing. He fenced stereos, TV, watches. Ah. <laughs> wrong kind of fencing there, Fox. Yeah, I don't think that's what yeah. I'm talking about. 122 gallons, $638. Wow. And how how long can you drive on that? Uh, I got about a 1,500-mile range. But I, I don't fuel when it gets down that low. It's too much of a problem of possibly picking up a lot of junk off the tanks. Bottom five gallons of fuel you can't use anyway because of that fact. <clears throat> so but, you probably uh, run, what, two or three days on a full load? Or? Oh, yeah. yeah. I could run. I could run that much. My goodness, it cost well over probably $1,500 to fill it up. I don't wait that long. It makes a, it makes more fuelings for the, for the vehicle, but it makes more... Uh, or less uh, money per day for the company as far as spending for fuel. So Hipparchus said, took three years of fencing and taught for one. I'll be back. All right. Abby said, my brother probably went to the guy you knew. Probably talking to DM there. Defense Dad says, I learned as a kid not to eat eggs for breakfast on the day you had to clean out the chicken coop, especially if it's a hot day. Captain Codebook says, I got flung out of a loft when some hay collapsed once. A six-foot pile of manure saved me, so when people say I talk shit, it's just what my mouth was full of. Let's see, I'll save that one for when single shot's back. Uh, Rob says, I try avoiding all bladed weapon battles personally. In some cases, I'd rather be shot. 
Yes, getting stabbed is no fun. I've never been stabbed. I hope to never be. So uh, while we're waiting on single shot, do you got a show tonight, Rich? Hopefully. <laughs> if I can stay awake long enough. If you can stay awake long enough. All right. Well, let's see. I think. I think. Uh, Abby says, I've been stabbed. It sucks. Yeah, I, I got the scar to prove it. So, or scars because of the aftermath. So let's take a quick look at uh, the offerings from GearWebsites.com. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. And since Rob D's out there, let's go ahead and throw out an ad for RNL Displays. RNL Displays creates beautifully handcrafted wooden firearm display kits that give you endless options to display your firearms in different ways. With an interchangeable magazine design, you can effortlessly go from a wall mount firearm display to a desk or table stand. Also now available are pistol display stands. All products are handcrafted in New York, USA. So remember, visit rndldisplays.com. And for those listening out on the podcast, that is rndldisplays.com. So we've had some chats come through. Let's see. Hipparchus says, feel it going in, feel it coming out. That does not sound like fun. Defense Dad says, it's hard to avoid bladed weapon battles if you're married, or did I do it wrong? Yeah, I think you might have done it wrong. Yeah, definitely definitely done it wrong. Captain Codebook said, stabbed by accident once. The pressure from the punch force hurt more than the cut. FYI, when a dude is practicing califorms, stay clear. That's good advice. Very good advice. Hillbilly Up is out there saying howdy, everyone. <clears throat> I, I took a knife to the gut, and uh, I'm still suffering consequences of that. That's sort of it, because it, uh, caught, it caught me in the bladder with it, and it screwed up things for a couple of years, and they think that that's what caused the damage to my kidneys, that I now have kidney disease. I mean, I've, I've talked about it all before, if anybody's watched my show, but I've talked about it on there. I, I might have even talked about it on your show before <laughs> at some point, but yeah. It's no fun getting stabbed, especially if they do catch one of your internal organs. It can screw things up for a very long time. Yeah, that doesn't sound like any fun at all. Uh, Travis T. says, I've been stabbed in the foot with a fillet knife. It sucked. Also spent nine years working with glass. Big cuts also suck. Uh, Abby says, it wasn't anything life-threatening, just my little brother swinging around a log poker, which found its way almost halfway through my hand. Ouch. Uh, Rob D. says, I low-blocked a guy trying to get me in the gut with a pocket knife, and it got me in the leg instead. I got lucky, but it still sucked. Mmm. Man, none of that stuff sounds like any fun at all. I cut myself with a knife when I wouldn't 
Wouldn't call it a stab, but I cut my hand pretty bad with a pocket knife once. Or twice. Uh, Kingpin says, Snob cut off, cut his foot off, clipping his toenails. Yeah, not exactly. Like he had a niche. <laughs> he had to scratch it, so. Yeah, he's going to come in here and, de- oops, defend himself now. You probably won't be able to hear me, but, you know. Yeah, I can hear you. You going to get that bull? Got to chase Moo off the property. I mean, come on. Well, we're getting bits and pieces of it anyway. As he goes across the pasture. I don't see a bull yet, though. Who wins this battle? <laughs> this could be the end of the gun snob. He probably will. He's probably bigger than my whole can Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> but I'm damn sure faster. Ah! Uh oh. When we see the, when we see the bull as a hood ornament, we'll know there's a problem here. Snob needs to put a cell tower there. He needs better coverage. Let's say good morning to you, Smeggy. Good morning, Smeggy. Hey, how's it going, everybody? That's going all right. We're just watching uh, Gun Snob try to end himself here. So. Well, that doesn't sound very family friendly. Why not? If he's gonna if he's gonna go bye bye, we might as well be there for the end. So you know, run, Moo, run! Oh, I that bull charge him here in a minute. <laughs> I fear if I say move enough times in regards to this bull, he'll show up sometime in the chat or something. He's got to wake up first. He don't wake up till well afternoon. Oh, he's got backup. He's not taking it alone. That's cheating. Yeah, two vehicles? Yeah. Tony says, have a good day, folks. He's going to take off. See you, Tony. Uh, Travis says it's going to try to mate with Snob's book card. That was quicker than uh, usual. I'll be back. Uh oh. Oh, let's see. Defense Dad says I got stabbed in the shoulder with a bullhead. Had to have the fin cut out by the doctor. The SOB was laughing the whole time. The fish or the. How the the (laughs) hell did you manage that one? There's a story there. (laughs) Yeah. Let's see. Hipparchus said, tried to break up a fight and caught a knife to the side. No internal injuries. Also had a manicure file go an inch and a half into my right knee on accident. Some barbed wire in that same knee. Ouch. DM Foss says, I had a couple guys pull knives on me, but I was able to wrap them into pretzels before they could stab. 
Uh, Abby says, if you want to get technical, I've also been stabbed twice in the earlobes with needles. Uh, does that count? I mean, technically, I mm, guess. But, sure. You know, I mean, you could say the same thing anytime you have to get blood work or a vaccination or something, too, for that matter. Yeah, I'm not sure that counts. Heck, anytime a mosquito bites you, you say you were stabbed. You got those uh-huh. little needle noses that they stick in your neck. Captain Codebook said, I just discovered you have a YouTube link to Amazon. Yes, I do. And a Twitcher. I do. Uh, let's see. Rob, Rob said, you would be cheering for the bull if you didn't know what Snob's done to that poor thing. Uh, Defense Dad's buddies threw the fish at me when I wasn't looking, and the side fin went into my shoulder. Hurt like hell till I cut the fin off so he wasn't flopping around. God. Yeah, I don't even want to know what that felt like having one of the fish. Any kind Ow. of fish with those sharp-ass fins and the things flopping around where that's stuck. Ow! <laughs> Just ow! Now, I did have a buddy of mine. He was out fishing with... Uh, one of his fishing buddies, and the, they were uh, casting treble hooks, and his buddy cast a treble hook and caught him right in the back of the head and embedded two of the barbs from the treble hook in his head. And they tried to get him out there while they were fishing and couldn't, so they had to go to the ER and have it cut out. Yeah, that, them treble hooks can be nasty if you get stabbed with one. My cousin took two of the prongs from one of those in his finger and had to go to the emergency room to get it removed. So DM says, I got stabbed in the eye with a screwdriver. My sister and I were fighting over it. I won, but ultimately lost. Oh, man. Uh, Misha says, I've been stabbed with a pencil. Luckily, I got my leg in the way, so it got me there, but calf. I was able to subdue the person. I was a wrestler in middle school as well as high school. And Parker says, hooks are fun. Captain Codebook says, gotta run. Massa is awake. I mean, the boss, or my lovely wife. Have a good one. You too. Single shank hooks aren't anywhere near as bad as a trouble. Single shank hook, you, you got a pair of wire cutters handy, you can just cut that and pull to where it'll, you know, you can get it out on your own. But you get one of those treble hooks on you, sometimes the only way you're going to get those out is go to the ER because of the way the hooks and stuff are on them. They're a pain to have to get out if you get yourself hooked on one of those. Not that the single shank hook doesn't hurt like hell if you got to get one out of you, but it is doable. Sam says, I got robbed once at Knife Point. Terrified me for years after, but never made anti-knife or anti-gun, so there's a plus. Hillbilly Up says, what a good doggy. Misha says, I guess I should start a banned pencil campaign. Rob says, see, Gary even inserts the right word I forgot. The guy is a gibberish master. I've had lots of practice. Yeah, you give him lots of practice, Rob. <laughs> I don't mind. Yeah, back at you. 
Hey, he's back. This is the good doggy, though. Oh, yeah. This is the crazy one. <laughs> that's the one that just comes out. So I want to say good morning to Ghost Tactical out there. He says, morning, cluckers. Good morning, Ghost. Morning, Ghost. Morning. Another one from this fine state of Arkansas. Sam says, Misha, is that a John is that a John Wick reference there? DM Font says, talking to Rob, it's a snob effect. He learned from translating to Oki. That's absolutely true. If you're uh, if you're new out there, if you want a link to the chat, all you gotta do is send an email to info at gizzardgary.com. Uh we can't put a link out there because silly people do silly things out there, but uh, you can get a link. I just don't want to put it out there for the riffraff. I want to come on here and uh, show stuff they shouldn't show on YouTube. Because, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they've done that a couple times on my show. Some yeah, people have. have nothing better to do. So if you are a uh, patron on patreon.com or a YouTube channel member, you've got a link out there that you can get to right away. But otherwise, send me an email. We'll get you in here. Uh, Misha says, nope, being stabbed by a pencil will make you weary of nerds and people who have poor spelling. Uh, Hillbilly Up says, my brother stabbed himself with a fork in the head trying to yank the tablecloth off the table trick. Uh-oh. <laughs> Now, Ghost says, I'm not anti-pencil, I'm (laughs) anti-eraser. DM Foss says, for new chat people, the drunker you are, the better. I don't know about that. Got a question for you, Gary. Yes, sir. How How do you cure the population of liberals? I don't know. Take the warning labels off of things. <laughs> That's probably true. Now, Travis T says, for $1 a month, you can get links to every chat and a sweet chicken icon. Yeah, except for uh, Abby. For some reason, her icon is her uh, icon is broken. We're trying to get that fixed. Because, yeah, new channel members should have a yellow chicken. Now, Travis, he has an orange chicken. Misha has a red chicken. And Buck has a purple chicken. I can't remember which is which. It it has to do with the amount of time you've been a channel member. No. Abby I'm says also a Patreon, so. Yeah, you're a, you're a double dipper. And so is G-Webs, and so is Buck. Uh, Sam says, Gizzard Gary, single shot, travel and stay safe, sir. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we have a $10 super chat from Misha. Thank you. Misha says, I'll buy the first round. (laughs) Awesome. 
Uh, Rob says, I draw the line when it comes to talking about my chicken. Ghost says, just try not to choke the chicken, or do, if that's what you're into. Just don't try and doing it on a live stream. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> keep your camera off, I guess, if you're well, going to do not that. On, not on YouTube anyway. I mean, there, there are places where I guess you could do that. I suppose so. I mean, you know, do what you got to do. But, yeah, that's not... We talk about a lot of things on this show. That's not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Hey, somebody got vocal there. Don't do that. <laughs> That's more of an OnlyFans type thing. Yeah, I think so. Misha says the red chicken is three months, I believe. Let me look. Um. Uh, I was a lawyer, Abby. A lawyer who worked for CNN. Still does, even. So, I think this will tell me. Um, (laughs) Where is it? Oh... I'm trying to find where my different. Okay, so uh, new member is a yellow chicken. One month is orange. Two months is red. Six months is purple. And 12 months is uh, lime green. And I don't have a 24 or 36 or 48 set up yet because I don't have any channel members who have been around that long. So now you know. In case you cared. Uh, let's see. G-Webs is out there. 22nd thumb up. Good morning. Good morning, G-Webs. Uh, let's see. Abby says, lawyers are about as greasy as politicians. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there's G-Webs with his uh, lime green. Lime green chicken out there. Unfortunately, when I highlight people, it doesn't. You can't really see it. You just see this weird icon on StreamYard. I think they all look the same. Yeah, they do. Travis T says, Gary convinced me to join Rokal's channel, and then it seemed like I should join here, too. Both good guys. Thank you. Uh... Ghost says purple chicken. Ghost says purple chicken after six months sounds about right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Misha says the woke crowd is just as bad. Uh, Lead Bullet Junkie is out there on YouTube. Says, hey, folks. LBJ. So, uh, G-Webs wants to know, question, where is Single Shot this morning? I am near Ashtabula, Ohio. I just left Kingsville after fueling. I'm sorry. You're in Ohio. Yeah. Yep. Abby says, politicians, lawyers, televangelists, 
used car salespeople, all trying to sell you something you don't want, don't need, or already have. Hmm. That's kind of true. Well, new car sales, not just used, new car, just about as bad. I don't like dealing with salespeople. Oh, I hate to say that about defense, Dad. Uh, I, I'm the kind of guy, if I go to buy something, I want to look. I don't want somebody to come out there and try to steer me one way or another. But that's just me. Uh, yeah, I could, I, ne- I, I, I could I, never I, be a salesman. What are you going to say, Smeggy? Uh, I was going to say, I, I'm the type of person that I've already researched whatever it is I'm going in to, to look at. Like, so I, if I'm at the point where I'm ready to actually buy something, I already know like all the pros and cons of whatever it is I'm looking at. And, you know, I might get some last minute insight from a salesman. I'm kind of thinking like even going to the gun store, right? There's, there's definitely stuff I don't know and I'm willing to be open to whatever type of advice they have. But generally it's like, I already know I want this. Can you, do you have it or not? And it's like, well, we have this thing and it's kind of like that, but it's like, okay, I'll come back when you have the thing that I want. Yep. <laughs> Same here. I just love going into Best Buy and having the kids try to tell me all what, you know, what they know about computers and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Which is generally nothing when you talk to the ones at Best Buy. <laughs> That's like, I, I can't believe my, my buddy falls victim to this. Like, so he's a gun dude, but he doesn't know as much and he's, I don't know, he's not as much of a nerd as me, so he just kind of gets what looks cool or whatever. And he's got the problem. He goes into Cabela's and he thinks those people know everything. (laughs) I mean, compared to the general public, yeah, they know a little bit more, but there's been a few times where he'll be like, hey, I'm thinking of getting this, this, and this. I go, no, no, please don't. (laughs) Been in a radio shack lately? Or is that oh, still a thing? I don't have a time machine. I haven't been to a Radio Shack. <laughs> yeah, they don't have them around here anymore. Yeah, there's a couple around the country still. They were talking about reopening more stores. I was like, okay, I'll believe that when I see it. Now, Lead Bullet Junkie says, Abigail, that sounds like a child as well, always trying to get you to buy crap you don't need and saying no is just the first opening offer. LOL. Abby says, at least with new cars, you have a certain expectation of how well the product will work and a warranty. That's true. Now, Misha says, used car salesmen are just trying to make a living, to be fair. I know. I know. And there are good ones also. Just like whenever we talk about, you know, whatever, anything else, there's good ones and bad ones. But that definitely is the stereotype of, like, the sleazy one. Travis T. says, having a lawyer on call is actually a good thing. Abby says, true, Travis, but lawyers are still greasy, especially the ones on TV. The gun snob says, okay, I'm back. He's still alive. That's a good thing. The Scottish American is out there saying, hey, all. Hey, Scotsman. Howdy, howdy. Morning, Scotsman. 
Uh, Misha says, I only have one question at the gun store. Why do people actually buy Glock? (laughs) (laughs) Abby says, ambulance chasing lawyers are the worst. Misha says, the greasy lawyer is a defense attorney. Travis says, Abigail, yes, the ones on TV I'd only hire if I was hell-bent on ruining someone, not just getting what I deserve. Mm. And Abby says, Misha, it's reliable, reputable manufacturer, plentiful mags and replacement parts. They're affordable, and they're everywhere. Good answer. Mm. But in the end, you either like Glock or you don't. If you don't, don't buy one. I don't care. Right. That's more for me. I don't know how many I'm going to own, but I have three so far. It's a good start. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Misha says Glocks are 90s Honda Civics. (laughs) And Sam said, (laughs) I sent you another picture of another knife. Okay, let's go look and see. He did. Okay, so let's take a look at this recent purchase of Sam's. And this is a Spyderco Efficient with brown G10 grips. Hmm. Nice cool. knife. So, uh, Hipparchus says, worked for Radio Shack right before they fell. Kept pushing cell phones and cell accessories instead of all the stuff our repeat customers wanted. Mm-hmm. Now, the gun snub says, divorce lawyers are the worst. My ex-wife was apparently the best, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, one of those things that, you know, they always talk about, like, oh, you get divorced, you know, you're going to, you're going to give her half your money, blah, 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 whatever. And uh, it's actually more like you end up keeping a third because you get a third, she gets a third, and then the lawyers get a third. Yeah. yeah. So DM Foss says the grease is a defense mechanism. It's so they can slip away if grabbed. That's probably true. Hmm. Abby says like the, have you or a loved one been injured or killed in blank accident? They sue for the sake of screwing people out of their money. Well, that and, yeah, making money for themselves, of course. Yeah. Uh, Scott Lancaster's out there putting in the hashtag. Good morning. Rob says, please don't talk about my Civic like that. Misha says, I'm so tempted to buy another Microtech, but the Cold Steel Tanto looks super ninja, too. Uh, Lead Bullet Junkie says, eh, Glocks aren't for me. I'm a revolver slash 1911 guy. That being said, I own two Glocks, but they were given to me. (laughs) Abby says, Glock isn't the best at anything. Glock is good at most things. That's fair. Uh, Travis T says, gotta see Glock for what it is. The most common handgun on earth. For that reason, everyone of the collection should have one in 9mm or 40. Or in my case, both. Plus add in a 380. Uh, 
Scottish American says, New York Outcast, you have a civic. Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Abby <laughs> says, I carry a Glock. It's not my dream handgun, though. Um, Scottish American says, Lead Bullet Junkie, you couldn't give me one, LOL. I would just put them downrange as targets. Now, Clovertech <laughs> is out there. Good morning, Clover. Says car accident lawyers are necessary by the loopholes with crappy insurance companies. If they would just pay, no problem, but insurance companies do not stay in business by paying. Think about it. Yeah, that's true. Getting dark off towards the west here. Holy mackerel. Scotsman, I'm headed your way. I'm just a little ways east of uh, Cleveland right now. DM Foss says the cold steel tanto handles are too thin. They feel funny. Misha says, then why do 90% of Glock owners have to add new trigger sights, grip tape, and so on? Clearly, a majority say they aren't good. Um, they're, they're perfection, just as long as you replace everything on them. I've never replaced the triggers on any of mine. Sights, maybe. Uh, grip tape on one. Uh, uh, Abby keeps saying clocks are inexpensive. Has she not been to a gun store lately? <laughs> she says some people love Glocks, some hate Glock, and some see Glocks for what they are. Inexpensive, no frills, duty-grade handguns. <clears throat> uh, Scottish American says single shot. Where exactly are you? I am northeast of Cleveland. Um. Uh... Just coming by exit 218 for Geneva, Route 534. I'm on 990. There we go. Go out and wave at them. Yeah. Go find them and wave at them. Rob says, yes, I'm a a Civic as part of my fleet, proudly. Uh, Lead Bullet Junkie says, normally I'm the same way, Scotsman, but they were given to me along with a couple other rifles. After a good friend of mine passed, he was a World War II vet who then became a lawyer, then a judge. Awesome dude. Wow. Uh, Sam says, get a P-80. It's like a Glock, but different, although I love Glocks Gen 1 to 3 only. Uh, Clover says, how many people do trigger jobs on the Smith & Wesson revolvers? Change the grips. People do the same on ARs, right? Change all sorts of stuff. It is common and not specific to Glock. Uh, Scotsman says, you passed me already. (laughs) Oh, crap. Uh, Lead Bullet Junkie said he lived to 96 years. Wow. Wow. Uh, G-Web says it's not 90% of owners that makes changes. It's 90% of YouTube influencers with links to stores that sell the changes. Abby says, compared to the handguns I want, Glocks aren't that expensive. Misha says, Glocks are rubs, Monica Lewinsky. He denies relations, but we all saw the stain. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, Clovertech says, G-Webs for the win up there, bingo. <laughs> Uh, DM Foss says, talking to Rob D, we have a 2016 Civic and a 2005 before that. Great cars. 
Scottish American and talking to LBJ says they have sentimental value. I understand that one. Now, Ekim Zipal is out there. He says, while purchasing a firearm, I just learned that it is Cabela's policy to never give you the gun you're buying, no matter how long the FBI delays your background check. Hmm. <laughs> well, I've never bought from Cabela's, so I don't know. Uh, Travis T. says, if you believe SHTF is a possibility, what handguns and mags are you most likely to come across when scavenging? Same with AR-15s and 556. Good point. He's raining now. Wow. Parker says, second to P-80, but best time to buy was like two years ago when the total package was 350 to 450. Abby says, my trigger is stock. I got upgraded sights for when I get night vision. My internals are stock except for the slide release. Uh... Scottish American says, single shot, you would take exit 228, then head down 11 for a bit. Oh, okay. I usually fuel there in uh, Kingsville. I just left the the, uh, TA there just a few minutes ago. Now, Clover says, the right to keep and bear arms doesn't force someone to sell you one. That is one right infringing on another. Uh, Block 9 says, my Glock 48 is stock, and I use it for EDC, not for playtime. I'm going dove hunting September the 1st. That's playtime. Defense Dad says, everyone tells me my HKs are expensive. I paid less for them than a Glock. You have to watch for deals. With the internet, there's no reason to pay MSRP these days. Misha says, just to be fair, I don't care for Glock. I'm an FN fan. Uh, Sam says, Abby, I agree with that statement. So many pretty guns, prices vary. Uh... LBJ says, oh, yeah, for sure. One day I'll take his old pre-64 Winchester 943030 out for a hunt because it has to have been 40 years since that rifle's been out in the sticks. Wow. Uh, BS Bernie is out there, says, good morning, folks. Good morning, Bernie. Uh, Scottish American says, yeah, that's exit 235. Next time let me know and we can meet up for a bit. Absolutely. Abby says, also, I bought my Glock 19 used. They're overpriced, brand new. Wow, I'm going to put on some pontoons here pretty quick. <laughs> G-Web says, rare sighting of Smeggy's white pup doing stuff, sniffing the other dog. <laughs> yeah, he's ready to lay back down. He, he got up for two seconds and he's like, hey, what's going on over here? He wants to go back inside, but I accidentally closed the door a little too much. Normally, I leave it so that he can nose it open. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, let, let me in. Dog. Beautiful dog. Yeah. He's a good one. <laughs> Pretty eyes. It's some crazy. Crazy dog. Crazy. Good dog, crazy What's the name, Smeggy? 
This is Roy. This is Ziggy. Ziggy. Zig. You're on TV. Don't hit your butt. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes you. Yeah, everybody likes you. Oh. I had one many years ago, very very much like him, but it was a female. She was spoiled rotten brat. <laughs> so, uh, Sam of Anarchy says, double puppy stream. And Lead Bullet Junkie says, is that a husky slash German shepherd? Yes, that's a German shepherd. That's a husky. There you go. Uh, Abby says, I'll be the first to admit that new Glocks are overpriced just like every other Glock clone. And says, I have a list of guns to print when I get the Ender 3 Pro unpacked. Hipparchus says, can print custom FNs, Smith & Wessons, most anything that you can find or make the rails on. Uh, G-Web says, I try to make Mellow watch, but she doesn't like phones. <laughs> uh, Misha says, I'd likely try the PSA dagger, but shot quite a few Glocks and not a fan. Nothing wrong with that. What? G-Web's one day, we'll, we'll get these dogs together. On some, on some road trip, we'll make sure they're in the same place. That would be that would be interesting to see. I don't know what George the Cat would make of all those dogs, though. He hasn't been around a dog in a while. Now, Abby says the Browning HP, the FN 509, the CZP 07, and the 1911 are on the list of guns to print. You're going to be busy. So we've got about nine minutes to go for the giveaway. So if you're out there and you want to enter the giveaway, that hashtag is hashtag EBC as in early bird chat 147. Okay, be right back. Okay. So we've lost single shot and we've lost Maggie. They must want to enter the giveaway. That's a possibility. Uh, G-Web says, Mello is a big fan of cats. She sniffs them, then ignores them. So far, most cats like that relationship. Uh, G-Web's put out an EDC-147. Not sure that's going to work. Yeah, there's Smeggy, uh putting the hashtag. Yep, I knew it. On two different platforms. There we go. YouTube. And Twitch. Uh, New Jersey Outcast is out there. Hello, John Z. Former name. That's how I know him. But he is, right now, the New Jersey Outcast. Smeggy is back after double entering the giveaway. Uh, yep. I used the, the secret the secret room and on the Twitch I've been really liking Twitch lately, and I'm trying to get more people to follow. I got you, G-Webs, and Locked and Loaded Latinos. I don't know of any other gun people that host their thing over there. So if anyone in the chat does, tell me, and I'll follow you. 
And then if people want to follow me back, that'd be cool too. Because the next time I do a Smeggy Cave, I'm going to post it out on both. See if I get any traction over there. I didn't I know would if I could Latinos have, were out there. I'll have to check that. I would do it if I could afford the monthly fee for uh, Streamyard, but I can't. So I you use the free one. You don't need. You don't need to pay. Free, I don't pay. No, you have to the do two streams, the two different sources at one time. You got to pay for it. Oh, see, I haven't done that yet. Well, then maybe my next Meggy Cave will only be on Twitch. Yeah. I'll mix them up, and then you'll never know. So everyone go get a thing, and then Twitcher me. Yeah, because you can do, Gary, you, your plan, you can do three streams at once, I right? can do three. On the pro plan, you can do up to five, I believe. I don't have five platforms to stream to. I could do four. Well, technically, I could if I wanted to do LinkedIn, but I don't know who'd watch it. Twitter. Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Twitter would be my fourth. LinkedIn uh, has a, a live thing? I thought that was just like people posting their resumes or whatever. Like, I've never really been to LinkedIn, but I thought it was all like work related stuff. Anymore, they have a social media feed, too. You can post links and stuff like that out there. And, uh, yeah, you can live stream. You've got to apply for apply for the ability to do it. But I, And I think you have to have so many followers to do that. But, yeah, it's possible. Hmm. And you can live stream on Rumble if you pay a fee. I think it's $10 a month. Yeah. Uh, Lead Bullet Junkie says Abigail might as well have an M and MP5 on that list. You can build a 3D printed MP5 from a parts kit for just over a grand. Let's see. Uh, Abby said the dog I had liked my cat. The cat would smack the dog. Wow. So Gunmetal Guy USA says, "What is your Twitch link?" Well, who are you talking to, me or Smeggy? It's uh, just Smeggy42 if you're talking to me. And it's yeah. Gizzard Gary if you're talking to him. Yeah, just Gizzard Gary. Uh, Abby says, LBJ, I'm going to build one from a cut receiver. And LBJ says, I'm thinking about joining Twitch to start live streaming casting videos. There you go. Uh, like, like I said, I've been playing around on it and Really, there was like one video game that I don't even play, but I like watching it. It's called Rust. It's kind of like a post-apocalyptic, like you, I don't know exactly what the the storyline of it is, but you go around, you build your own base, almost like a Minecraft or whatever. You got to cut down trees and mine stones or whatever. And then you like kill people and take all their stuff. (laughs) Anyways, they had like a thing on Twitch. I found all these different people were all streaming it. Like, dude, this is like really entertaining to watch. And then just playing around on it, I'm like, I don't know, the the potential I see is there. Like, if, if some of our gun people can get, I don't know how much you need to, like, be a partner or whatever before you can start making money. And then just all the little tricks they do, like, give you your, your subs and you can donate bits and things and gift subscriptions. And it's basically the YouTube membership stole that kind of mentality from Twitch where you get special emotes only for subscribers and stuff like that. Yeah. If you have a prime account with Amazon, 
you can uh, be a member of one of those channels over there for free every month. That's why I'm trying to get. Oh, that's I want to give my prime to somebody, but I want it to be one of you guys. But like I said, I don't know how much it takes to like get partnered. I I was looking at the guidelines, and it's like you have to have. I don't know, a certain number of streams with a certain number of viewers, like within a month. And then you like apply for it. Yeah. I've applied several times, got turned down every time. So do they, do they, give, a, do they give a reasoning or they just say no? It'd be interesting. It says your no. channel doesn't have enough subscribers. Basically I'm too small. Okay. Well then let's all get a membership and all subscribe to, to Gary and then we'll be good. There we go. Uh, Rob says Twitch sounds like a drug problem to me. <laughs> uh, GWeb says spoiler alert: not many people use Twitch activity. Uh, outcast of Outcast is out there. Says someone lit the Outcast signal. GWeb says I can only stream to three. You get five. Nope, I only get three. Uh, Jersey Outcast says, we'll need to give me some time after Tuesday or Wednesdays. I'll be between living arrangements. Mm. Uh, G-Web says, you need to qualify for the LinkedIn live stream. That's true. Uh, Hipparca says, isn't LinkedIn and Facebook? No. Two different things entirely. G-Web says, Rumble equals not the way to go in my opinion. Uh, also says LinkedIn is separate for resumes and biz to biz stuff. Uh, let's see. Bernie says, just a thought. Have you smashed the thumbs up lately? Yes, indeed. Uh, Hipparchus Not says, lately. I did it a long time ago when I first got here. Mm-hmm. Hipparchus says, played rest since alpha. Wow. Yeah, it it looks like a cool game. I haven't played video games in a while, but if I did get back into it, like I think I might play that one. Hey, Parker says, but owned by Facebook? Not that I know of is LinkedIn owned by Facebook, unless I miss something. So wouldn't that technically be owned by Meta now? Meta, yeah. No one's calling it that. No, if we no, just refuse to call it that, it doesn't exist. That's a stupid name. Yeah. That's like in in the Detroit area, there's a, a big like amphitheater, and it was always called Pine Knob. You know, it's like a big hill, and there's like a stage down there, and you, you go to Pine Knob to watch shows. They changed the name to, I think it was like DTE Energy Music, whatever we called it that we also called it pine knob and then just this year they changed their name back to pine knob and it's like okay that's what we're calling it anyways <laughs> like no one's was like i'm gonna go see megadeth at um, uh, dte no i'm going to pine knob it's just easier to say yeah no, it's like in downtown pittsburgh the tallest skyscraper is the steel building so named because it used to be when it was first built it was the u.s steel building it was the corporate headquarters for u.s steel and now they keep changing the name of it every 10 years. Everybody in the city still calls it the steel building. That's, you know, it's like... Okay, let's go ahead and have the giveaway. Good luck, everybody. 
see if we can dethrone Abby or whether she's going to make it three in a row. Let's see. Can she do it? I saw me. Today's winner is Clint Torres. Way to go, Clint. You haven't won in a while. There you go, Clint. Congratulations, Clint. I do have an address from you from the last time you won. If your address has changed, then send that to me in an email to uh, winner at gizzergary.com. But uh, let me go ahead. Huh. But, uh, I put my entry in, but I didn't see it going through the uh, the uh, pick list there. Well, I can't replay it, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish I could go. Th- I wish I could see a list of all the entries, but I don't have any way of doing that, unfortunately. Huh. So, congratulations. Let's go back and catch up on the chat. Let's see. Um. G-Web says, I want to get back to the castle again, so at some point I'll get back east again, selling stuff to kill debt till then. Uh, Abby says, if the internet holds up, I might stream Fallout 4 again sometime. Uh, Kingpin says, you play Rust? Alex Baldwin shot those people on a, on a movie called Rust, therefore you are guilty of shooting those people. Hashtag free Alex. (laughs) Uh, Scottish American says. I don't think it's the hashtag. (laughs) He's going to be free anyways, even though they found it was 100%. Like, he did it, but he's not going to get in trouble anyways. So, Rob D says the outcast will outnumber the Travis soon. Um,. Bernie says, just another thought. Do you guys realize Alec Baldwin is the only person in history that witnessed a ghost gun go off all by itself? (laughs) That could be. Uh, Abby says, I hit the thumbs up on the way in. Thank you. Uh, Hipparchus says, could have sworn there was some connection. Uh, G-Web says, LinkedIn owns itself as far as I know. Uh, let's see. Lead Bullet Junkie says, Rust is good. Another good survival apocalyptic game to play is called Seven Days to Die. Same premise as Rust, but every seven in-game days, the Blood Moon comes out and the zombies try to crash your base. That sounds serious. Hmm. Sorry about that. Let's see, X Adam One is out there a little bit late. Yeah. LinkedIn is not owned by Meta or Facebook. LinkedIn is owned by Microsoft. Oh, really? How about that? Uh, that, this that di- makes sense. <laughs> Why? Because Microsoft always like does everything a day late and a dollar short. So like LinkedIn just now has video thing, but it's kind of crappy. So that makes sense. <laughs> So SWVA Marksman says, just followed Gizzard and Smeggy on Twitch. Thank you. Uh, 
Let's see. DM Foss says, I made a LinkedIn profile years ago. I put ne'er-do-well as my profession. It's always funny when LinkedIn notifies me someone looked at my profile. Uh, Scottish Merkin says, Gizzard Gary, I know you work with StreamYard some. Any idea as to the issues with mics and lagging, etc.? Uh, I could bring it up. I know it's been brought up to them by several. They like examples and stuff like that they can look at. But, uh, yeah, it has been brought up to them on their live streams and stuff. And uh, they do look at stuff like that. I I haven't really noticed any issues. Any lagging has always been on my end. I do notice that if I've already started a thing, when I go, if I start it like inside, then when I come outside, I have to switch over to data. Like my Wi-Fi is not quite strong enough to reach the backyard. And sometimes I'll, my mic will cut out or something will go funky when it switches over. So I just always switch over to data for whenever I'm, in a live stream or hosting one and just stay on it the whole time. So Abby said, to be fair, if I won again, I'd wonder if it's rigged. Uh, M. Gabriel says, I liked that Hens Chat Handgun Hero comparison session last night. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. For those of you who weren't there on, uh, on the Hens Chat, we were, uh, we were sharing a screen with uh, handgunhero.com, and on that site, you can take practically any two handguns. And it'll show pictures of them side by side and show a size comparison, and you can do a back view. You can stack one on top of another and give you a real good idea how two guns compare as far as sizes. So check yeah. that out. I'll go ahead and put a link to that out there. Yeah, I was playing around with that, and... Uh... One of the things I was interested in, because I haven't heard much about it besides like the first initial, when I was first coming out, was that uh, FK Bruno. It's like that whole new round, that new handgun, and all that stuff. And I was just curious, like how how big is that oh, thing? Because yeah. it's got the big like chunky thing underneath the barrel. So I compared it to basically my CZ, the SPO one, and holy crap, dude, that the FK is huge compared to the CZ. And I'm like, I thought a CZ was a pretty big gun. Yeah, that is a monstrous uh, firearm as far as a handgun goes, but it has got some serious horsepower. Yeah, I just don't get why underneath the barrel it's like so chunky. Because the other thing I compared it to was the Hudson, because that's like pretty chunky underneath the barrel because it has a built-in suppressor or whatever. Well... The uh, the FK Bruno is even like it's even chunkier than the one that has suppressor guts in there. So I'm like, what's the point of that big giant block? Is it just like weight compensation or something? No weight. I You're breaking up pretty bad, single shot. I, I heard weight like three times, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it has something to do with weight. <laughs> yeah, you're breaking up pretty bad, single shot. Um, 
Abby says, my friend installed a disconnect drone and had a runaway gun last month. Oh. Uh, single shot's Good. going out, coming back. Whoops, sorry. Boy, oh boy. That's better. Now, all that weight out in front of that uh, pistol is to keep the thing down. That's heavy. Yeah, that's what I figured, is it helps with, like, recoil management, keeps the barrel from flipping up. Yeah. Honcho Fed is out there, says morning, everyone. M. Gabriel says, was it this channel that had the random picker pick the same person like six times in a row? We had it hit the same person three times once, but I think that was Guns and Barbecue had it happen like four or five times in a row on his. It picked him. I remember that night. Where, Where has Barbecue been? Because I need to tell him about the book for the book club, I finally figured out what gun or what book I was thinking of. I don't know if you guys remember. I was like, dude, I've been reading this book. And I want to suggest it for the book club. And I don't know what it's called, but it has a picture of a, like a revolver with the barrel tied un- into a knot. And I looked through my books here and couldn't find it. Well, I went back to Michigan last weekend and I just so happened to be digging through some of the boxes of stuff I still have there. And I was looking for something else actually. And I, uh, I came across it. So I finally know what book I was thinking of, which is a, it's one of those, like, you know, when you've been trying to think of something, trying to remember it for so long, and then you finally figure it out. Like, it, like the relief, it feels so good. So I'm so excited, but I haven't seen him around to be able to tell him. But it, it, the book is called Assault on Weapons. And it's got a picture yeah, of a revolver with the barrel tied into a knot. And it's basically like what I love doing and what I'm still going to be doing in a video series coming up. I just have kind of gotten lazy, but I do want to do this is taking like each chapter is a common gun control myth. And then they break down like all the reasons why that's like not true, whether it's like manipulated statistics or like there's just some kind of logical fallacy and like what, what the argument is and they break down like basically why it's wrong. Yep. So Kingpin so. says, why doesn't anyone ever ask me for live stream or video advice? <clears throat> Misha says, so is rich the definition of white privilege? Rich, white, and guy? Yeah, could be. Uh, Scottish American says issues with mic connected shows okay, but no sound happens every other week. Have just been using laptop mic past few streams, and it is very annoying. Uh, New Jersey Outcast says internet just bidened me, but I'm back. Hope Hunter didn't get me in trouble. What did I miss? Uh, G-Web says, in my experience, the issues of StreamYard are when people's computers don't release the hardware, cam or mic, from already running software. Not StreamYard's issue. That's a user education matter. Um, let's see. Uh, Rob D says, hopefully you've seen my last food post, Kingpin. It clearly says no mayo on the box. Uh 
Now, M. Gabriel wants to know, why does it look like there is rain inside of Singles Cab? It does look like there's water right on the lens of the camera. Yeah, it does. This roads will bounce this thing so that it it tilts it down. It's not a real good mount on this uh, one that I use for this. But that's just through the water outside on the windshield. The wipers don't get up quite that far. No, it looks like though that it looks like there's water on the lens of the camera. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Wow. So uh, New Jersey Outcast says, can single shot even see out the windshield, or is he testing out the Biden method and just hoping for the best? <laughs> no, no, I can see out of the windshield. <laughs> Let's see. That's like in the winter when people clear the snow off their car and they clear like a three inch circle right in front of their face, but everything else is still covered. They can like, stop well, I can for that now. <laughs> Law can stop you for that now. That's not going to stay up there. So Bernie says, besides being very expensive, most of the reviews of the FK Burno don't favor the guy. Mm. They're like uh, a little over two grand for that thing. DM Fuzz says barbecue has technical issues. He needs to get a cord. That's right. Um, let's see. G Web says many times I find myself troubleshooting StreamYard. The other person will say, "Oh, I haven't turned this computer off in a week." One restart later, StreamYard works fine, LOL. Honcho uh-huh. Fett says, looks like the white dog is getting a bit randy. We might see some dog-on-dog action, LOL. <laughs> nah, see, I opened up the door, and he instantly went in. <laughs> ah. uh, Kevin Jung's out there says, "Hi, go- hey guys, great to see you all this fine morning. Good to see you too. Also, Ozzy saying bark out there. Uh, New York Outcast says the whippers are forcing water up the window. Uh, Keith Gregory's out there saying, hey, Kevin. Uh, Bernie says optical illusion. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Now, Misha says, when will they ever design a windshield wiper system that actually cleans the whole window? I mean, cars can drive themselves. Kevin says, just home from church, got some steaks on the barbecue, listening to my favorite cast. This is a great day. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Wow. Uh, Kingpin I'd like says, to have the bus style setups like they have on the buses. That wipes the whole windshield. Kingpin yeah, says, it is totally impossible, maybe even even illegal for people to wake up five minutes earlier during the winter. <laughs> okay. What was you going to say, Smaggy? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just going to say, Kevin, you can go ahead and, and send those steaks over to all of us since we're your, your favorite chat panel. Once they're done, go ahead and send them on over. Yeah, I'd take a steak. Uh, make my medium rare. Uh 
G23's out there, says, morning, y'all. And then he says, barbecue needs more than a cord. He has to have new wiring. Oh. Mm. Well, by the time he comes back, I'm going to forget about that stupid book, and then I'm never going to tell him. (laughs) (laughs) Very inconsiderate of him to have technical issues when I'm trying to reach him. How how (laughs) dare he? I mean, where does that blind guy get off having technical issues? I know. I flew across the country to figure out what book that was. I mean, the least he can do is buy a wire. Exactly. (laughs) And I'm only trying to help him by making it be an awesome book club because I feel like that book would be really good for anyone who's interested in 2A advocacy. So John Z says, Gizzard Gary, make sure to make a quick stop at G-Webs and grab him when you come to Missouri. That's a little ways out of my way. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just be a little bit of a side trip. A <laughs> little bit. Uh, let's see. M. Gabriel says, I doubt there are not enough sales for the FK Burno to get the kinks worked out. Abby yeah. says, I prefer somewhere between rare and medium rare. Depends on the cut as well. That's probably true. I'm more of a, a medium guy. I always grew up as like, I want my food cooked. I didn't like any pink at all. And then I realized that that's not so great with steaks. But I can't go much less than medium. Because I, I, I don't know, something about it. I'm st- I guess it's still in my head. Like, I don't want to eat like chewy meat. Like, it's not even broken down yet. Like, it's no, no rare for me. A lot of places, if you don't tell a medium rare, they overcook it. If you go to a medium, what should be a medium is more of a medium well. So I'd rather have it a bit more more undercooked than too overcooked. So uh, anyway, my tastes have changed over the years. Now, uh, Kevin Jung says, got some New York strip steaks, medium rare it is. Awesome. Awesome. Well, when the steaks are ready, I may have to pause the show for a few minutes and eat. But, you know, you understand, right? Uh, Scottish American says, rare is the only way to go. The bloodier, the better. Just have them park the the cow right by and you cut your own slice off, man. Uh, Abby says, I love it pink and juicy. Walk the cow by the fire. I was going to say, I like the first half of that statement. (laughs) Rob D says, I like medium well. Yeah, I knew you guys would go there. Uh, uh, G23 says, a blue tip steak is the only correct way to have a steak. Um, Now, Block 9 says, cooks at steakhouses save old steaks that are going bad for people that want steaks cooked well done. If you order one medium rare, you get a better steak. I totally believe that. Uh, let's see. Uh, John says, I love a steak cut that can still kick you in the groin. I'll be fixing the sides. Okay. <clears throat> Scottish American says, absolutely. I would happily slice off my own pieces. <laughs> Bernie says, anything past medium, go eat fried chicken. Stay away from beef. There we Abby says, I went there when I typed it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. 
<laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Honcho Fett says, just knock off the horns, wipe the butt, and drag it over the fire. Wow. Wow. This is definitely a variation on a food chat. <clears throat> a little yeah. bit different than we've ever done it before, but hey. <laughs> uh, let's see. Whoa. What happened? Oh, we lost somebody. Uh, Hipparchus says, light salt, 210 degrees Fahrenheit in the oven for one hour, approximately, until the internal temp hits 145, then blowtorch or sear the outside. I'm a sear first kind of guy. Sear both sides, then toss in the oven. See, now, I, don't, I, don't I was listening to a barbecue radio podcast yesterday, and they were talking about actually putting it in the oven first for about 20 minutes and then searing the outside. So these were I mean, I know there's definitely lots of different ways of doing it. And like, it's, like I was going to say, is maybe it's like a... Uh, uh, How's the thing called? I don't know. Like maybe it's just my misconception or whatever, but I feel like it's like that whole like lock in the juice type thing. Like you're, you're crusting it over on the outside. So the juices have nowhere to go, but to stay inside. How about this? How about you cook, cook it both ways and put both of them on my plate and I'll tell you which one tastes better. (laughs) That way I get two steaks (laughs) and I'll be happy either way. I mean, even if it isn't the best steak, it's better than not having any steak at all, which is where I'm at right now. Of course, I may have to run to the store and rectify that situation because steak sounds good. Uh, Hipparchus says, cuts like butter. Mm. Now you're making me hungry. I know. I haven't even had breakfast yet. We're talking about steaks. I know. You can have steak for breakfast. Uh-oh, somebody just sent me some steak in the email. Well, they sent me an email that says steak, but there's no steak attached to it. Oh, you have to 3D print it yourself. It's just the file to print a steak. It's just an email with the title of steak, and there's nothing in the email. That's the, that's a tease, man. <laughs> Send me the steak. Ah, Scottish American says, I only sharpen my knives on a whetstone. No other way to do it. All those newfangled devices are crap. M. Gabriel says, I use an iron plate on the grill to sear it also. Honcho Fett says, steak and eggs for breakfast. Let's go. Parker says, I'm cooking lunch right now. Uh, Abby says, sous vide to rare pat dry season properly. Sear two minutes per side, top with compound butter, and rest for five minutes. Yeah, I do hear you have to do that, too. Kevin says, steak and eggs is the best breakfast. I'd eat some. Uh, SS Pond Stan is out there. Good morning, Stan. Uh, <laughs> Rob D says, I had three no-bake cookies for breakfast. <laughs> Nothing wrong. We need a ball of cookie dough because I'm down for that. 
Now, we had that discussion yesterday. No-bake cookies and cookie dough are two different things. There's no eggs and stuff in no-bake cookies. It's just melted chocolate. Now, how is a no-bake cookie a cookie when cookie has cook in the title, and if you're not baking it, you're not cooking it? Well, now, that's a fair statement, I'd say. I'll let the cookie aficionados out there in the chat argue that with you. It's a good question, though. Very good question. So uh, is, is cookie dough just E? Because it's cook E. So then the dough part must just be the E, and then you cook it, and it becomes a cookie. Maybe. Maybe cookie. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, Lead Bullet Junkie says, I use a barrel grill and I mesquite smoke all my meat. Pellet grills are easy bake ovens for men. <laughs> uh, Misha says, I'm having a cosmic apple and peanut butter for dessert. Now, Rob D says, you do bring the mix to a boil when you bring when you make no-bake cookies. So you are cooking them, but you're not baking them. Okay. Abby said, I had a protein bar, two multivitamins, and a liter of water for breakfast before my run this morning. Yeah, that, that portion of the discussion had to have been after I checked out last night, so I didn't catch the whole show. G23 says, you are cooking the chocolate. Kevin says, I have a hybrid barbecue slash smoker, the best of both worlds. Uh, John says, my wifey just delivered me a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel. It's a no-bake cook breakfast sandwich. <laughs> Abby says, LBJ, I use propane and propane accessories. i tell you what. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you, Bobby. That boy ain't right. Uh, Sam says, chocolate chip are my favorite cookies. Damn it, now you made me hungry for them, LOL. Yeah, my, my mom sent me home with a bag of homemade cookies. I've already eaten them all. Now I'm sad. Now, DM Foss, I guess he's talking about cooking steak here. Says, Rob beats his meat first. We'll leave it at that. Uh, Kingpin says, I chase down deer and wrestle them down to the ground where I eat them alive. Real man stuff. And, uh, my my cousin wrestled a deer to the ground one time. It's this whole like big long story. I won't go all through, but basically, he you know shot at it from the stand with I don't know whatever rifle, and he like kind of hit it, but not really. Like it just like grazed it, and so you know it took off running. And he shot at it a couple more times, and then he was like chasing it down, and his rifle ran out of ammo. But he had, I think he had a 1911 on him as a, like his carry gun. So he starts shooting at it with that, and he, he shot a couple shots, and then realized like, oh man, I got like my hollow points in here, and I don't know, I want to save them or whatever. I'm going to switch the ball ammo. So he changed his magazine out, and he ended up shooting all of the ball ammo at it. Like as he's running, as he's chasing it and hitting it a couple times, hitting it, missing it a couple times, whatever. And he ends up by. Uh, Catching up to it, his, his handgun's now empty. He catches up to it, tackles it to the ground, starts stabbing it with a knife. They're in the drainage ditch. 
the thing rolls over on top of him. So he's underwater getting drowned by this deer. <laughs> he ends up flipping over, drowns the deer. That's how he ends up finishing it off. He like holds the deer's head underwater till till it stops kicking. He climbs back up on the bank, and he like he realizes, oh, I still have like my hollow points or whatever. So he switches out his magazine back in his 1911. He's sitting there, and all of a sudden he hears the deer go, <laughs> turns around, shoots it in the head with the 1911. It goes down. Wow. <laughs> but he's like he threw everything at this damn thing, and it tried to kill him. So, uh, Tara Smith's Kitchen is out there. It says, new video out, easy chicken and dumplings. Had to cook most of it by lamplight. Power went out. We'll be making chicken bombs today. One of Angry's recipes. Bernie says, second email. Sorry, Gizzard Gary. Got excited looking at the steak. And it felt like Kingpin for you. I've been in Kingpin's presence numerous times. The deer weighs more than he does. Oh, you're going to be hungry when you see this now. I can see why he was excited. All right, so here's Bernie's steak. Let's zoom in on that where we can get a good look. Oh, look at that. And I'm jealous. Yeah, that is worth waiting for. Still got to wait very long. I guess I need to make that. There we go. That's better. Sorry about that. Didn't have it full screen. It might help if I get the comment off there so you could see it. There you go. Now you can see the whole thing. Meat. It's what's for dinner. All right. So, um, Abby says, I'm going to make my grandmother's banana pudding for my fiance. G23 says, pretty sure we discussed the no-bake cookies in depth last night. Yeah, you did. Yeah, uh, like I said, that had to have been after I had to leave, so I didn't hear the whole thing. M. Gabriel wants to know, what's that chicken bomb? And Tara says, watch your video tonight. There you go. Make him watch it. Uh, Rob D. says, uh, that poor deer, all that for two pounds of good meat. Um, oh, I'm sure he still found a way to use most of it. Even if you just got to grind it up to hamburger. This guy, like, he's a he's a farm dude. He goes hunting all the time and grew up on a farm, lives on a farm now. He has never bought beef in a store. He's either had his own cows or they eat venison or, or whatever other wild game. So M. Gabriel says, sounds like a deer war zone. Yeah. P&W Woods is out there in the audience. Good morning. Uh... John says, well, going to get back to paper shredding before I pack up the pickup truck. Later, y'all. Later, John. Kingpin wants to know, why did he cook the steak before he cut it? <clears throat> Interesting. Uh, la, 
Let's see. Kingpin says, dang, try that again. Why didn't he cook it before he cut it? Yikes. Um, Abby says, also a good idea to render the fat cap. And Gabriel says, dog looking at steak. And it is 11.32 here in the central time zone. The only time zone that matters, as they say. We have two thumbs up out on Facebook. 37 people watching on YouTube. Welcome one and all to the show. Glad to have you. If you want to jump in on the panel, send an email to info, I-N-F-O, at gizzardgary.com, and I'll send you a link. Uh, we've been talking about cooking steaks in the last few minutes or so. Uh, we've had a number of people come in and out. We lost single shot here for a few minutes, I guess. Probably lost his signal. Uh, Gunsnob was in here earlier. So, wow. Uh, Lead Bullet Junkie says, I always cook my bone-in steaks with the bone still attached because it gives it better flavor. The meat next to the bone is always sweeter. So, uh, anyway, it's getting quiet in here. We're going to have to figure out something to talk about. We can't have silence on the show. Uh, I was reading the discussion between Abigail and Kingpin. I don't yeah, think I'm trying realized. to figure that out. I missed something, evidently. Yeah. yeah, apparently she doesn't understand that Kingpin is rather particular about how he wants his food done. I know he likes mayonnaise on there. Oh, yeah, you got to put mayo on everything where Kingpin's concerned. That's right. G23 says that steak was overcooked. No blood. Nah, it's just right. Just right. I would definitely eat it. So I'm going back and looking at the chat to see what I might have missed here. (laughs) I don't think Abby got the point of the sarcasm, Gary. (laughs) Uh... You see her latest comment? Oh, Kingpin hates mayonnaise. It's a joke. <laughs> uh, Bernie says 135 degree internal temperature and let it rest for 30 minutes. It's really fully cooked. Really? Uh, Scottish American says special guest host Kingpin tonight. I'm going to tune in to see that. Definitely. And uh, we just got a picture sent to us. Ooh. Rather scenic picture. So let's take a look. That's from Stan. He says, uh, my view while listening to your podcast. That's a nice view. You know, there's something about sitting by a lake and just staring at it. Yeah, there is. 
It's just nice. There we go. Let it fill up the screen. That's pretty. That is pretty. Brr, he says. Uh, okay, so uh, back to the chat. Rob D says, meat, cheese, and bread means just meat, cheese, and bread to Kingpin. No, you got to bring him the mustard and ketchup separate so he can put it on himself. Mike White says, I don't want to see any red or even pink in my steak. Oh, you do you. Uh, Abby says, also, technically it's not blood, hemoglobin. It's a different liquid, myoglobin. Juice shouldn't leak out if you let it properly rest. Uh, Kingpin says, I'm going to do my best Alan B. Pro impression or Janice Gay. We will see. Uh, Hipparchus says 145 is to kill some kind of bacteria or something. Uh, Rob says a good fire is relaxing too. Yes, it is. Stan says the door is always open. Awesome. Yeah, a good fire on the lake. Oh, now we're talking. Uh, Stan, Stan may not be aware of this, but I am... Uh, I have every intention of trying to retire by the end of this year. So maybe one of these days we could get together and goof off for a few days. <laughs> uh, Abby says beef only has to be seared to kill bacteria if it's not ground. Pork is dirty and needs to be cooked through. Same as chicken. Kingpin says a building on fire is mostly peaceful. <laughs> Wow. Misha says G23 likes the state tartar cook. A building on fire is mostly peaceful. Now, you'll never hear that in a lot of chats. Uh, DM says, does Stan's door need fixing? Hmm. Oh, no, it's hard to cook a door. P&W Woods says fire equals caveman TV. Uh, Kingpin says, heck yeah, Gary, congrats, sir. You deserve it. Uh, Stan says, congratulations, Gary. Come on down. You're always welcome. I might have to do that. Uh, Abby says, for the record, I know this because my dad was a butcher. Okay. So you've got a little bit of expertise in this. Uh, Rob says, Gary's been on the job for a long time. He knows pimping ain't easy. Uh, but uh, it's not a for sure thing, but uh, they are offering an early retirement package. I'm going to opt in for it. Hopefully I will be accepted. I do believe I will be, but it's not 100%. It's not 100% will be, so I don't want to tell people I am for sure retiring, but that's my intention. Oh, God, Kingpin. Kingpin's asking uh, if Rick is Abby's dad. Oh, wow. <laughs> Rick used to be a butcher. That's true. You gotta, uh, the real question is, Kingpin, does Abby's dad think an open-faced grilled cheese 
is not an open-faced grilled cheese. And think macaroni and cheese is nasty. That's right. My girl's dad was a butcher for like 20 years or whatever. He, he does other stuff now. He's like semi-retired. But uh, he, he made it clear like when we first started dating that, you know, he was a butcher and he, he knows how to make meat disappear. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I'll behave. So Abby says, uh, Kingpin, if he is, then he owes child support because I never met him. Uh, Rob says, Rick did get around. Kingpin says, it's on toast. <laughs> Rick didn't have his show on Saturday because he had to have his truck worked on. Hopefully he'll be back on soon. I enjoy catching his show. I enjoy watching and listening to a lot of other people's shows. Uh, so Rick, I not only host a couple of live so streams. Get him going. <laughs> I do say the right thing. Like a Welsh rabbit is a open face grilled cheese and off he goes. <laughs> yep. Nature says the most relaxing thing on the water is dun, 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 smoke on the water. I like it. <laughs> a fire it wasn't very the relaxing sky. for them. No. Well, they tell you the whole story in the song. Yeah, that really happened, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys, I got to jump off. My phone's dying. So. Well, all righty, Smiggy. Glad to have you, as always. Have a good day. Later, Smig. Abby says, I feel bad for that casino. Yeah. Yeah, the, the song is about the recording of that album. <laughs> they were yeah. working on that album. That was Machine Head, wasn't it? Mm, no, it was Deep Purple. Yeah, I know that. The album was Machine Head. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, there. Let's see. Rob D says, I was shocked to see Rick hanging out with a New Yorker. Wow. I, I know that's Deep Purple, Gary. Good. Give me some credit. Jeez, man. <laughs> well, you are old like me. Uh, Abigail says the album was indeed Machine Head. There you go. Uh, Tara says my niece broke both her wrists yesterday racing BMX. It may be a genetic tendency to do that sort of thing. Had surgery last night. Probably will again Tuesday. Oh, I certainly hope uh, hope she recovers well. Sorry to hear that. Uh, best wishes for your niece, Tara. And you, by the way. Uh, Rob says, imagine what his friends think. Yeah. So anyway, we still have 31 people out there on the YouTube chat. If you're out there in the chat, if you haven't said hi, say hi so we can acknowledge you out there. Uh, also on Twitch and on Facebook. I know we've got people out there, hopefully. Um yeah, throw us a chat. You got anything you want to talk about? Throw it out there. Uh, if it's fit to discuss, we'll discuss it as you've seen today. Uh, Rob says, my oldest daughter busted her elbow riding a motorcycle last week. Mm. 
That's not good. Let's not forget what we got coming up later on today. Uh, Regularly scheduled live streams for later today include foreign and domestic with the Scottish American, along with locked and loaded Latinos, both at 6 p.m. Central Time. This week unloaded on the Unloaded Media Channel at 7.30 p.m. Central. So uh, check those out. If you follow me on YouTube, I will post links to those in my uh, community tab. Uh, Let's get back to the chat. Um, Let's see. Misha says, or don't say hi, but tell us a random fact about yourself. I think I did that earlier. Uh, G23 says, Rich White is only half as old. He wasn't around for the invention of hieroglyphics. Yeah, like you. Ha, 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 ha. Abby says, it's been a couple months since my last injury. Uh, Kingpin says, shout out to Kinky Spinkter. Hashtag, he was robbed. I remember. I remember Kinky hadn't been around in a while. Uh, Rob says, no G23, worse. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, G23 says, 3 p.m. Eastern metric time is Georgia trapping and fishing. So check that out, too. Uh, Chris Winsett says, we're here just listening while I decap range brass. Abby says, Mike, go skate. I've seen some nice spots around town. Scottish American says, always appreciate the shout out, brother. You bet. Misha says, we almost blew up last night. We were getting ready to switch out cars for the paper floor. When we're operating a train right into a propane leak. Oh, no. That could be, that could end badly. I could see that. All right. So, what we got to talk about, Rich? I don't. Know. Did did you catch any of the uh, any of the uh, hen chat last night? No, <laughs> you missed not. out. Yeah, first time in two or three years that we'd done a hen chat with just the four of us together, and. We had a pretty good time, uh, pretty good discussion going on, pretty good size audience and everything. And uh, yeah, the gun snob just wanted to do it for old time's sake, so we fired up the hens chat on Saturday night. It was kind of a neat experience. I'd almost forgot what it's like to be on the non-host side of one of those things. But... Uh, yeah, we had a good time. If you want to, go back and check that out on the Gun Snobs channel. I think I was in bed by 8 last night. I was not feeling very well. So, yeah. yeah I didn't even do my show or anything. So. No, you didn't. There was no no wrestling chat last night. I think it's the first time in quite a while we haven't done one. 
So Misha says, metal wheels grinding on rail with occasional sparks, nothing major. You just, you know, just a little kaboom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rob said, you should have ate a salad, Rich. Uh-huh. I don't think ro- salads cure sinus issues, Rob. Sorry. It depends on what you put in a salad, I suppose. I, I guess you throw some antibiotic in there, maybe. Yeah, maybe several diced up jalapenos to help clean you out a I little can't bit. Eat, no, that'll cause a different issue. <laughs> yeah, it could. <laughs> no, with me, it would. <laughs> Remember, pepper allergy. Can't do that. Uh, G23 says, first time in two weeks I did my show last night. Yeah, you were on a long time, too. Man, I, I don't know how odd of a kingpin was last night. He just realized we didn't do a wrestling chat last night. I think G23 outdid me as far as length of show. I think he was on. I don't know. How long were you on? Five hours? Six hours? Uh see pnw woods says snubby revolvers obsolete i hope not i just bought one about a month ago um i personally like a snubby for especially for pocket carry concealed carry uh you can shoot them accurately accurately if you uh if you practice um your sight radius isn't going to be as long and your uh your recoil is going to be a little harder to manage with a snubby, so practice more. But I think it's definitely a viable option. G23 says he was off for five hours. Five hours. That, 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 those are rookie numbers, man. Jeez. I've done six. <laughs> Over six. Yeah, on the same day I had a four-hour chat, I think. Was that? Yeah. That that day that I was on half a day. No, we both were that one day. I was on with me. I was on with somebody else in the afternoon. On with you, yeah, and then I G, joined midnight. G webs. It was yeah, G webs. That's right. Yeah. Then my show. There was somebody between my show and G webs. I don't remember who the hell it was. And then we did midnight show after my show. Uh, let's see. Dean Fuss says, I only made the first two hours of G23's chat. I was a sleepy mouse. Uh, G23 said, longest I did was like seven hours. Kingpin says, warning, corny jokes incoming. Better get a topic. Uh, Scottish American says, one of these days when I'm on vacation, you just use up 20 hours on one chat. Oh, I, I know somebody who did that, and then he couldn't figure out why. It was telling him he couldn't do a chat, do a chat on that uh, thing. I had some. I had to explain to him, "Well, you're going to either have to pay, or you're going to have to do a different account with Streamyard." He's like, "What do you mean?" It's like you only get 20 hours free, and you just did it over 24 hour stream. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta think about this, these things before you go and do these things. So Misha says, I wonder how much recoil is affected with adrenaline involved. Uh, depends on the amount of practice, I suppose. I mean, that's a good question, though. 
Now, Woods says, I asked that, but I carry an SP-101 for 30 years. Mike White says, I've participated in 24-hour chats. I can't stay up that long. Oh, I could probably do it if I put my mind to it. And if I wasn't, if I, you know, not feeling like crap that day, I could do it. I mean, well, even not even feeling like crap. I mean, there's days where I'll be up constantly because trouble sleeping and whatnot. Where I could probably, I could probably do 24-hour chat standing on my head. I really could. There's day, there's times where I'll go 30, 40 hours before I'm able to fall asleep. So Kingpin says a hot dog walks into a bar. The bartender says we don't serve food here. <laughs> Scottish American says Kingpin with the dad jokes. Yeah. yeah. The, the problem with doing a 24 hour chat was you better have people on there with you. You're going to run out of topics real fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's see. G23 says Hillbilly up. YouTube doesn't always send out alerts. That's true. Rob says, I wonder why Glock people pretend their gun actually looks good. Oh. Didn't know it was a, a beauty contest. Kingpin says, why don't animals in the jungle gamble? Too many cheetahs. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's why. Uh, AR Guns seventeen seventy six is out there and says hello everyone. Uh, Scottish American says I would post the link in the chat and let multiple people join. Keep it interesting. Yeah, but that's yeah. how you get an Amber or Alan B Pro's first live stream. Yeah, you never know what's going to jump into your chat. If you trust me, that's why I don't put a link out in the chat anymore. <laughs> Um, G23 says, I have a chicken-proof yard. It is impeccable. Abby says, Rub, she ain't pretty. She's effective. Scottish American says, Trolls and all. DM Foss says, Cheetahs don't live in the jungle. Uh-oh. No, they don't. They live on the savanna. They compete with lions. Uh, Rob says, beauty matters. Just ask your little man. Wow. He's trying to start something with somebody here. The rent's too damn high, Kingpin. <laughs> yeah. Ozzy says, Glock, the original 80 percenter. There you go. Now, now I'm picturing a cheetah with that uh, beard and the black gloves. The rent's too damn high. Uh, you remember that guy, right? The rent's too damn high guy. I guess I don't. Oh, the black dude with the big white beard and he's wearing a suit when he's wearing black gloves, pounding on the podium. The rent's too damn high. He was like some socialist guy that was running for mayor or something in New York City. <laughs> He was everywhere. I don't know how you don't remember that guy. I guess I was out that day or week or month or whatever. Uh, yeah, Scottish yeah. American says, damn Glock people. Yeah, the, every problem he was he was listing, he's like, why? Because the rate's too damn high. 
Misha says, I sent email. Misha did send an email. Okay. All right. Let's do some Misha stuff on screen. Here we go. Remember, this is from Misha. Okay. It says, why do you ride a horse like that? It's not a horse. It's a unicorn. Okay, that kid needs help if that is the trick case. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. And yes, if I appear to be stupid reading this stuff out loud, I do have people on an audio podcast, and they'd get rather bored if I put pictures on the screen and didn't at least say what they were. So... Uh, Kingpin out there. Why did the bicycle collapse? He was too tired, or Joe Biden was running it. No, no, the answer, the correct answer is because the rent's too damn high. That's right. Okay, so now we've got another one that says you're dry fire training in your room. Suddenly your ears are ringing. There's a hole in the wall. (laughs) That's bad. That's bad. Where's obnoxious when you need them? Oh, I didn't go there. (laughs) I did not go there. G23 says, if a CZ guy and an M&P guy walk into a clothing store, do they fight over the same skinny jeans? Wow. Kingpin says, (laughs) yeah, he went there too. Just in case Obi-Wan gets wind of this, I had nothing to do with this. Nothing at all to do with this. So, PNW Woods says, Why did Tigger jump in the toilet? He was looking for poo. Wow. Yes, and it's even better when you read the last part of that. I, I told to me by a kindergarten kid. Sorry about the hesitation there. I started reading it and I was taking the graphic down. So, uh, Anyway, we are just about at noontime central. So we got an hour to go if we can keep this going. Either come keep coming up with bad jokes or come up with something else to talk about. Because I don't know if I know a whole lot of bad jokes that I haven't already told 15,000 times on this show. Uh... Misha says, what do you call a skinny emo girl? A cutting board. Wow. Kingpin says, what do you call a pig that knows karate? A pork chop. Not too bad. Not too bad. He says, whoa, is that racist? No, no. It would be racist if you called it a Jewish pig that knows karate. I'm going to keep catch that one. So whatever happened to this fantasy league that Guns and Barbecue is going to start up? I don't know. I don't think it's going to happen, personally, the way this is going. And if he's not able to get online, that's going to make it even more so because he's the guy running the thing. Yeah, we're already in week two of the preseason. Yeah. Block 9 says, what do you call a blonde standing on her head? I don't know. 
Scottish American says racist is a Democrat term in, invented to divide the people. Boy, that's true. What do you call a blonde standing on her head? I got a feeling we're going to get the answer here soon. I don't know. I feel like I should know the answer. but I Yeah, don't. me too. I'm going to feel stupid when I see it on a screen. Mm-hmm. If we ever see it on a screen. The anticipation. Abby says a good view. <laughs> I love it. Uh, PNW Woods says, uh, told to me by a kid on my caseload, how many ADHD kids does it take to change a light bulb? Want to ride bikes? <laughs> I like that. Uh, Sam says, what do you call a karate pig on weed? Hi-ya! Ozzy says, if you're an American in the kitchen, an American in the bedroom, what are you in the bathroom? European. Uh, Misha says, last email for the day sent. Okay. Wow. Wow. Uh, the answer to the question, Block 9 says, a brunette with bad breath. Wow. Again, wow. <laughs> All right, so Misha sends this. It says, don't shoot, I'm retarded. And the soldiers say, prove it. He puts on a mask that says, Biden. <laughs> it might be good proof. Now, Abby says, what do you call three naked women in the bed when you wake up? A lot of explaining to do. Yeah. (laughs) I have no idea. Breakfast. (laughs) Wow. Rob D said leftovers. G23 said a great night. Wow. All right. Believe it or not, we still have 30 people out there watching this. And to be quite frank with you, I'm not real sure why. (laughs) Scottish American says a damn shame. Ozzy said an average night. (laughs) Hey, Kingpin says one of them better be up making me a sandwich. <laughs> Tara said the reason I don't do cocaine. That's a good answer, too. Yeah. Scottish American says a damn shame. Only three. Misha says, are we dumpster fire yet? I got I got a blonde joke and you want to hear it <laughs> go ahead okay blonde gets pulled over for speeding cop walks over grabs her information goes back calls it in comes back to the car whips it at the blonde looks over and says oh no not another breathalyzer 
That's about like uh, how does a blonde how does a blonde girl turn on the light after sex? She opens a car door. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to remember the punchline. I've heard that one before. It's like but my brain was not computing. Did you hear the one about the constipated math teacher? She worked it out with a pencil. (laughs) (laughs) That was a kid joke. Kingpin says, oh, look at the chaos I've created. (laughs) You could rectify this. Yes, you are 100% responsible for the way this show turned out. If yeah. this is the way it ends, always remember it's Kingpin's fault. Block nine says, I need three cigarettes. Wow. So, anyway, what else? Let's see. Rob D says, damn girls at the cigarette shop keep trying to steal my girl. Girls are damn troublemakers. Uh, Scottish American says, three seashells. Misha said, I applied for a job at a diner under skills. I said, I bring a lot to the table. (laughs) That's important. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I could tell a lot more, a lot more inappropriate jokes, but I'm not going to let this chat go there. So, uh, yeah, I cleaned up the blonde joke uh, a little bit. Yeah, I got about as bad as I can <laughs> without really going blue, which I don't really intend to do. And obviously, there's probably not any kids watching this. If they are, then shame on them. Yeah, if you're if you're a little kid watching this, tell your parents to turn this silly thing off. And they're probably saying, "Oh, I stopped listening a long time ago." Uh, Parker says three sounds like a lot of work. Two is enough for me. Rob D says, "What do you call a forty cal Glock guy in sandals?" G twenty three. <laughs> yeah, I knew the answer to that one. Yeah, that was <clears throat> not sandals though, Birkenstocks. Let's not forget. Bernie says a blonde watches a blonde lady rowing her boat in a field of corn. The first blonde says, "Blondes like you give us a bad name. If I knew how to swim, I'd go punch you." Okay. <laughs> Wow. I got a mime joke. It's clean and it's clean. It's very clean. Okay. So there's a mime working outside the zoo. Uh, One day the zookeeper comes up to him and says, Hey, you want a job? 
He's like, doing what? Well, come with me and I'll explain to you. So they get to the zookeeper's office. The zookeeper tells them, we just had the gorilla die and we need somebody to take his place for a few weeks. Uh, I got a gorilla costume here. Are you interested? And mom's like, sure, I'll do it. So the mime gets in the gorilla costume, goes out to the gorilla pen and, you know, starts doing gorilla things. And the gorilla pen is next to the lion's pen and he sees the lion and they're just being lazy and sleeping, not doing much of anything. So the mime gets this idea in his head. You know what? I can mess with that lion. So he starts going over there and pounding on the lion's cage and the inside of the lion's cage through the bars of his cage. And people start watching it. Like, you know, it starts getting the crowd up. So the mind says, Oh, I got to keep doing this. And he comes up with more and more things that he can do. And he like throws rocks at the mine and the lion's getting all angry and mad. Uh, he does this for a couple of days and the crowds just keep getting larger and larger. And the zookeeper's happy. So he tells them to keep it up. Well, one day, what could possibly go wrong with this goes wrong. And the lion manages to get out of its cage and gets into the ape's cage. So the gorilla is running around like, help me, save me, help me, save me, help me, save me. Finally, the lion pounces on knocks him down and says, shut up, you idiot. You're going to get us both fired. <laughs> now, Misha says, I can't take my dog to the lake anymore. The ducks keep attacking him. I guess that's what I get for buying a purebred dog. Wow. <clears throat> Block 9 says, one blonde says to the other blonde on the other side of the river, how do I get over there? And the other blonde says, you're already there. I like that one. Block 9 also says, why did the blonde tiptoe past the medicine cabinet? She didn't want to wake the sleeping pills. BS says, Jesus, tough crowd. Yeah, it's a tough crowd, all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Block 9 had a couple good ones there. Two of them I hadn't heard. Well... What else we got going on out there, people? If we have to, we'll end this early. I don't really want to, but if we run out of stuff to talk about, we can. Uh, it's up to you. Yes, still um, got about 50 minutes to fill. We don't have to go four hours. We go up to four hours. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, uh, yeah, we've had a lot of good discussion on the show today. We had some good blonde jokes. had a little bit of fun. Tara Smith's Kitchen says, I used to be blonde, strawberry blonde, turned auburn over time. Uh, G-Web says, I'm back just in time for an early close. Well, maybe. Uh, Scottish American says, shoot me a link. All right, I can do that. Give me just a moment and I will do that. Let's see. Forward to... There he is right there. And the link is on its way to you, sir. Uh, Abby says, I'm trying to think of a joke that's clean enough. Uh, Scotsman's going to try to save us here. So, uh, yeah, we got bored enough, G-Webs. We started doing blonde jokes. Uh, Jokes in general. Jokes in general. That's true. 
Misha says, okay, my last joke will be a pick in the email. I thought he had already sent his last pick. That's what I thought, too. He changed his mind, evidently. Uh, Rob D. wants to know, what's the best tactical sandals so we can hook G23 up with some taste? There we go. Uh, And here is the Scottish American. Welcome, sir. What's up, fellas? Hello. Ah, just open for somebody to save this chat that seems to run itself into the mud and got stuck. I was seeing that. I'm not going to liven it up that much. I don't have any dad jokes. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to waste too much. Because uh, you've got to save it for your show tonight, of course. Uh, Abby says, what do you call two women in a U-Haul? A second date. Wow. (laughs) I was going to say a bad rental, but. (laughs) So, won't leave this on the screen too long, but. uh, And I'm not going to describe this for the audio chat, so let's look at this real quick because it won't be on the screen very long. But uh, here you go. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, that one speaks Uh, for itself. Yeah. (laughs) And then... Just be be careful if you have a girl beside you that... You know, likes to, yeah. <laughs> know where your gun's at, people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't want that thing to go off by itself. That's for sure. So, uh, Block 9 says, I sent a picture of Gorn Gorn just recently because I haven't got it, if so. Um, let's see. Kingpin says, what do you call 10,000 politicians at the bottom of the ocean? A good start. I thought that was lawyers, not politicians, but I mean, both of them are the same. I think, yeah, it'd apply either way. Um, let's see. Tara says, one of my grandmothers was Scotch-Irish. The other was Czech. So which grandmother I talked to means scotch or vodka? Well, That's I don't true. drink a whole lot of vodka, but you're, you're on the right path there, Tar. Yeah. That's true. All right, so. I haven't talked to my mother in 17 years. My mom's been gone from this planet for the last four, so. I talked to my brother. He talked to her for me. And the only reason for that is simply, well, there's there's a couple reasons for it, but number one reason is I can't stand it for more than five minutes. She gets on the whole, you should be doing this, you should be doing that thing. Yeah. Sometimes they do tend to want to uh, give advice, that's for sure, even when it's not wanted. 
Unfortunately, she fell in the wrong crowd years ago and kind of, I'm not going to say went off the deep end, but unfortunately, kind of doesn't listen to the people she should listen to. Now, DM Foss says 10 years is nothing. I've never talked to Scotsman's mother. Well, that's true. Neither have I. Uh, DM fast, dude, brother, you don't want to. <laughs> I haven't spoken to my mother in 15, and it was 10 years before that that I had spoken to her. Last time I spoke to her, and the only time I've spoken to her in the last 25 years was at my grandfather's funeral. Don't get me wrong, folks. I love my mother. There's nothing I wouldn't do for her, but talking to her, yeah, no. Much so, easier to talk to my brother. He he conveys what he's conveyed and back and forth. So Abby says it'll it'll be ten years this November. I talked to my mom, but I don't own a Ouija board. They give me bad vibes, and I don't feel like haunting a house I don't own. Uh, Tara says single malt, double cask. My mom is all I have left. No more grandparents. No father. It's weird to think of how old they were and do the math. I can remember grandparents younger than I am now. Uh, Let's see. Tara said, talked to my mom yesterday. Uh, Kingpin says, I had a credit check last week at the bank. This week I got a check from a starving kid in Ethiopia. Uh, CNT Designs and Arms is out there. It's a sub perps. And we did finally get that email from uh, Block 9. So, uh, I'm having Shiner Mexican Cerveza with agave with the chicken and brats and the turkey burgers today. So, let's take a look at that. All right, so here is the picture. Mexican-style cerveza. A whole bunch of it. Okay, back to the chat. Let's see. Rob says, unfortunately, all family isn't a positive thing, but we should try to do what we can without going nuts or broke. Um, Misha says, that's what we need, a ghost and demon summoning stream. That would be different. Tony says, back from taking the missus out to birthday breakfast. Well, happy birthday, Mrs. Tony. Uh, Block 9 says, Classic Firearms this week had a flash sale for Radical AR-15 made down by Sugarland, Texas for $3.99. Tara says, There's a class action suit on a Ford F-150 2016-2018 due to the master cylinder. Got a letter informing me in the mail. Maybe I will get money? Won't be much. Uh, New York Outcast, trust me, man, I love my mother to death, dude, I really do. But the problem with her is years ago, the church that she went to went completely 
um, without going and uh, without using profanity, went back up there. Yeah. And she kind of fell into the whole thing they were going on. So <clears throat> no matter what I've tried to do to help her and my brother's tried and all the rest of it, she still tends to listen to them over us. So Misha says there's also a Facebook settlement in the works. Abby says, I need a black 1967 Chevy Impala with a built 400. P&W Wood says, I got my Jeep Wrangler back from my daughter. She had it for a year. Wow. Rob D says, all new vehicles have recalls. Uh, Block 9 says, well, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, as Black Cat would say. I'm going to have my first beer, a Shiner Mexican beer and some brats. Sounds good. Sounds good. Rob says, no need to explain to me. Family is a tricky issue at times. I have some I don't deal with myself. It's just easier not to talk to her. Just talk to me and my brother. Well, she goes off in her little rants and raves and all the rest of it, and I don't need to hear it. Bernie says, with Dayton wire wheels. Abby says, family don't end in blood. It doesn't start there either. Let's see if I missed any other emails. I don't believe I have. Uh, Block 9 says, There's a skinwalker out in northern Utah, and there's also an Area 52 military base underground there. Hmm. Uh, PNW, I don't know how many cousins, how many family I have all over the world, man. We, My family's huge. I got cousins and all that everywhere, man. I can't even tell you. I know they're in Australia. I know there's some over here. Uh, all over the freaking place. No idea. My family is absolutely freaking huge. I know I have a nephew and a niece that are very much anti-gun posting crap all the time on Facebook and I have to avoid talking to them whenever possible because I have gotten into heated discussions with my nephew and uh, you know there's no talking to him so uh, yeah it's not fun I got I got some really good friends out here that I consider family too, and they they they're kind of on the bandwagon as far as guns are bad and all the rest of it, and it's never a good conversation. Let's see. Rob says more than half disowned me because I was too black or too white. Life's a bee. You gotta get a better tan, dude. Your tan sucks. 
We know this. Your tan socks get a better tan. Misha said he a liberal. Oh yeah. Abby says the trunk of a 1967 Impala can hold a lot of weapons. I've heard that. How many bodies does it hold? <laughs> That's the question. You you judge a trunk by how many bodies. Wood says, my dad is from a family of eight. My mom's seven. Let's see, my dad, there were seven members in dad's family and five in mom's. Tony says, I don't know of any of my family that is anti. (laughs) Bernie says, let's get off the mothers. I won't finish that joke. I have too much class for that. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, 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 yep. You're, you're a classy yep. guy, Bernie. You're a classy guy. Tony says, I can get an arsenal in my suburban. Yeah, I'm sure you can. I can get a few in my Jeep, too. Abby says, my BMW can fit my friend slash adoptive brother in the trunk. <laughs> That's a pretty small trunk. It only holds one body. Yeah, it's true. Misha says the real question is how many bodies could Dahmer's apartments hold? Hmm. Depends on how fast he cooked them, I suppose. Wood says, what do we gun people consider an arsenal anyway? Not enough. Buy more. Buy more. Uh, Kevin says, my pilot can hold all my guns and guitars. I just moved and had to test that. I was amazed when I moved that I could get all of my guns in my old Nissan, my old Nissan Versa, but I had that thing pretty much packed full. (laughs) I got them in there. Uh, let's see. Tara says, I have family in the Czech Republic, Slovakia, Ukraine, and Belarus, as well as all over the U.S. I have family that lived through Nazi occupation and escaped communist. Some didn't. Wood says, it's not four guns and 1,000 rounds. That's true. Kingpin says, come on, peeps, you act like you've never heard of a chainsaw. (laughs) Wow. Abby says, I consider my arsenal slim. Kevin says, my pilot was busting at the seams for sure. If you don't have at least two safes, you're on amateur level. That's right. And at least half a dozen ammo cans. <laughs> Bare minimum. That's a start anyway. Uh, Tony have... says, I do have four chainsaws. I think I have about two dozen ammo cans, and then I have three or four of the, the big, super large ammo containers.
Misha says, I don't have an arsenal until I have a select fire MP5 full auto P90 50 AE Eagle and at least one Barrett. Well, that's a start. Barrett's are fun. Uh, Kingpin says, see, Tony York knows plenty more room in the trunk after the chainsaw. Abby says, I'm going to try to fit everything I own in my car. Second dates are expensive. Uh, Let's see. Tony says, two empty ammo cans. Abby says, I'll get a safe when I move. Yeah, they're hard to move, that's for sure. Rob says, are you crazy? What arsenal? You must be a fed. I plead the fifth. There you go. Tara says, got to go catch you later. Block nine says, my great nephew hates me. He has his picture taken with Beto O'Rourke, and he hates all Republicans, especially the bastard in a wheelchair is what he says. Wow. Misha says, if you have a cement mixer, you'll have plenty of room. DM Foss says, Dear ATF, any and all guns shown on my channel are CGI. Nothing to see here. Move along. So, talking to the ATF, any of you guys see the ATF, supposed, uh, uh, the IRS uh, training video, supposedly? No, I haven't. Okay, so I watched this. I, supposedly, you know, they're supposed to be getting 87,000 agents, whatever. Well, I saw a supposed training video, and oh my God, you want to talk about horrible, insane craziness? Wow. The first guy, so what they were doing was a training exercise for busting in and taking down the assailants, whatever it may be. Um, They were arguing in the hallway who was going in first. That was number one. Number two, the first guy that busts in the door takes about 10 steps before he announces he's a federal agent. He's already dead. You bust in my door, you're dead. You're not making it 10 steps. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was horrible to watch. There was one guy, I kid you not, he literally had his thumb over the top of the slide on the back. Mm-hmm. Both thumbs. I know what video you're talking about. But I have my doubts about it, whether that's real or not. For one reason, the IRS wouldn't be wearing bulletproof vests to say police on them. Yeah, it, 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 like I said, I, I don't know if it's real or not. Probably not. But, you know, even then... Even if there's some kind of federal agent, regardless, that's terrible training. Mm-hmm. Are you the only federal agency that you would see with the vest that says police would be the Capitol Police? They're technically the only actual police force. The FBI has uniformed people; their vest would still say FBI on them. All the government, all the federal agencies have what agency they belong to on them. It doesn't just say police like that, right? Yeah, Kingpin, I, I think it's a sham too, man. But, it, I mean, it, even so, 
you you look at the stuff that they're doing in that video. It's just terrible. Absolutely fucking terrible. And they could have been they could have been borrowed vast. You're right. Yeah, I highly doubt you would have IRS agents kicking in doors in that manner. Anyway, though, the IRS would contact the FBI, and the FBI would be the ones doing it. Well, and this is the thing: the IRS have zero authority. So the you know that's it, it, a kind of a that's a tough one for me because they have zero authority to kick in doors. But regardless, you know, you kick in the door and you ain't announcing who you are, and you, you try to get ten feet in my door, you're not making ten feet in my door. Yeah, like said, there was a, one of the guys was in a wheelchair. <laughs> they, they wouldn't be sending a guy in a wheelchair kicking in doors anyway. Right. Well, I, and, and look at the woman that was trying to handcuff the guy, too. That was freaking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. She probably weighed 300 pounds and couldn't even freaking pull the handcuffs out of her pocket. Yeah, I mean, there, there's just things that if you watch the video, it just make me question the authenticity of it. But yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, there were things in there that were done completely wrong. Which, if that's somebody making fun of, and somehow it came across that that's a real thing, you would expect to see that in a parody video. You know what I mean? Right. Well, that's exactly it, Abigail. You you break it in, and you ain't announcing who you are within the first foot. You're you're gone. Yeah, there, there's no messing around. You come in my door, you better say who the hell you are, and you better say it damn well quick. So Hillbilly Up says we hosted a student from Holland five years ago. Today the whole family is coming to visit us. Hopefully, I will get the father to to do a gun video with me. He has never shot a gun. Any suggestions for the first gun? Uh, I can't say Glock because Scotsman will yell at me. So. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say a rifle, man. Go with a rifle. Get him on a rifle. Yeah, get him a little twenty two rifle. Get him, you know, put some uh, water bottles down range or something he can blow up, make it fun for him. Yeah, Tony says tw- something in 22LR. CT Designs and Arms says 22. Wood says 22. Kevin Jung says Hillbillies turn them small and work up. Abby says AR15. Yeah, AR15 and 556 with a. Uh... 55 green M193 wouldn't be a bad startup thing either. I mean, they don't have a whole lot of recoil or anything, so. Yep. Wouldn't be bad at all. Just put something down there you can blow up, man, and have some fun with it. You know, some water bottles, milk jugs, whatever. You do stuff like that and you make it fun the more they want to do it. Or if you got steel, have some steel down there, they can shoot. Yeah, steel's always. There's nothing like shooting steel. 
in my day when we was kids, we just put cans out there and we'd shoot cans. Yep, cans, bottles, all that. Anything that's gonna fly off of there and, and you know and make the enjoyment a little bit better. Like Gabby said, you could also do uh, the CMMG conversion kit and convert the AR-15 to uh, 22 very easily. Thing is, an AR-15 really doesn't have much in the way of recoil. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. So Abby says, start with the CMMG conversion kit and step up to 223556 when they have more experience, let's say. Kevin says, unless you don't like him, then a 10-gauge for three-and-a-half-inch slugs. Or you can do, like, the assholes on uh, YouTube and just hand them a 500 Smith & Wesson Magnum. Yeah. See, That's my thing with, with new shooters, especially for me, whenever I'm teaching a new shooter, I do one wrong and go from there. Never hand them a full magazine. Never hand them a big bore right off the gap. You know, you don't, you don't start with a big bore. Um, I did, but I'm a different case, but yeah, it's, you gotta be real careful whenever you're, you're doing stuff like that. Always start with one round and make sure you explain everything you're doing properly. So they know what they're doing and just take your time with them. But five, five, six isn't the bad one to start with. It's not just, again, just one round at a time until they get an idea of what's going on. Rob says, new people like handguns and feedback from targets. <clears throat> Woods says, Ruger 1022 or a Marlin 60. Misha says, I shot a full auto AR-15 and it was easy to keep on target and negate recoil. Billy Epps says, uh, that's what I thought, one round at a time. Uh, Tony says, I start all my newbies with Rough Riders. Yeah, I was going to say, in that same vein, you could start them with a Lever Action 22, like the Henry Classic or something. And if you don't have one, they don't cost a whole lot to get one. There, When I got the one I have, my son bought it. I think it was $300, and with his Walmart discount, it came down to 250 So you can get into one of those Henry Classic 22s, and they are a nice 22 rifle for not a whole lot of money if you would uh, need to get one to have on hand for that. Well, Kingpin says, if they are cool, start them in Spanish lessons and tell them to visit the southern border. Brand new Americans just like that. <laughs> Uh, DM Foss says, I start new shooters with a small bore. I show them a New York Outcast video. Wow. So you, you show them that his girlfriend shoots better than he does. Got it. <laughs> Don't be like New York Outcast. That's what he's trying to say. Yeah. This is an example of what not to do. Misha says the best beginning gun is a shorty 500 Smith & Wesson. Probably not, would be my guess. So what, so what did you guys start on? 
What did my I very start first with? gun was a twenty-two rifle, uh, bolt action. First uh, firearm that I fired was my grandfather's single action twenty-two. You know, it was a Ruger. I don't remember exactly which model it was. I mean, this was quite a long time ago. But it was it was a Ruger single action, basically the this you know the one that was just patterned after the um, 1873 single action army. Okay, mine was a Savage 30 six. So you went big from the beginning. Oh yeah, man, I, I've been big from the beginning. My my first handgun was a 44 Magnum. But how old were you when you fired? Yeah, that that's what I was gonna ask too. <laughs> Oh, dude, that was right when I came over here, man. I was that was twenty three. Yeah, I, I was six. I mean, I I had shot back home, but not a whole lot. Back back home, you know, guns are not available as easy. So, right. Yeah. My first gun, my first gun back home to shoot was a shotgun. I, I was yeah, uh, here I, was a was a Savage thirty out six, and then a forty four Magnum. Yeah, when my grandfather started me on that twenty two, I was six. So you know, a little bit of an age difference there. Oh yeah, yeah. But by the time I was eight or nine, he had me shooting his uh, Smith & Wesson 27 with 38 Special. And single Shot is back with us. Yeah. Uh, for a moment here. <laughs> so Oops. C&T Designs Norm says 22 rifle and a 410 single shot. Sometimes those 410 single shots can kick pretty good, though. Yes, so they can. Be ready for it. Kevin says, Marlin 22 LR semi-auto. I still shoot it from time to time. Yeah. Bernie says, I still have the JCPenney Marlin 22 bolt action. Of course, uh, I'm kind of like Rich. My dad handed me that 22 rifle when I was about eight, nine years old. About that, I guess. So, uh. It's a little different when you're just a kid. Uh, Sergeant Joe Smith started with a 380. Uh, Woods says, uh, me, a Crossman BB, dad's 22 bolt, 20 gauge on 10th birthday. Kingpin says, I've never shot a gun. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. Yeah. Uh, Hillbilly Up says, I just want to show them what freedom looks like. They've planned this vacation for four years. Their government had to approve their vacation. Oh, yeah, they'll enjoy it, I think. Uh, Misha says, I think full auto fire is a great way to end it. The smile most get tossing the fun switches ear to ear. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's fun. Ozzy said, first time shooting was a 22 lever rifle. First gun that I owned was an H&R single shot 410. Misha says, first gun I ever shot was a 300 Weatherby. Ooh, Ooh. that's a rough start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It makes everything else seem easy in comparison. That, that's yeah. one of those situations <laughs> where your dad throws you in the pool and tells you to swim. Yeah. Good <laughs> great. <laughs> Uh, Abby says, first gun I shot was a gallery gun. First centerfire firearm was a 20-gauge Savage 320 that my dad bought me for my 20th birthday. Hmm. 
Block 9 says, Smith and Wesson easy 380. If he has little hands and it has a thumb lever, he can push it down and load it. Um, DM Foss says, first gun I shot was a Ruger 1022, and the first handgun shot was either a 357 Smith and Wesson or a Brennan 92. Can't go wrong with either. <laughs> That's right. Sergeant Joe said, 765 by 53, 1889 Mauser was my first rifle. Hmm. I was trying to think what I shot first. I think it was a 16-gauge bolt-action shotgun that my grandfather, great-grandfather had. And I inherited a uh, Mossberg 640KA Chuckster 22 Magnum uh, rifle. That was the first rifle that I ever officially owned. <clears throat> Pistols, three fifty-seven Magnum, the uh, Ruger Blackhawk. Yeah, the first one with, for me was a Blackhawk, but in forty-four. Forty-four, <laughs> yeah. Good gun. Oh yeah, it, it, when I bought it. I bought a whole bunch of reloads with it, and the guy didn't tell me how hot they were. There was a three, three and a half foot flame coming up the end of the barrel. Ooh, brother! <laughs> they were hot, man. It was, it was pretty freaking awesome. The guy I was shooting was like, "Hey, you need to step back here and watch this." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Step back and watch." And I watched, and I kid you not, it was about three and a half foot flame came up in that damn barrel. Oh, my God. That recoil must have been horrible. Wow. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a recoil junkie, though, so, you know. Yeah, makes two of us here, Bob. <laughs> Let's see. The first, the first gun that was mine, but I technically didn't own it because I was under age at the time, was a single-shot 410. First handgun was a Smith & Wesson Model 66. So Kingpin says, when I get rich like Scotsman, I will shoot at my first gun. Shoot at <laughs> Hey, Kingpin, anytime you want to destroy a Glock, let me know, man. We'll, we'll make it happen. <laughs> We've done, I've done one video with Daniel. I'll be happy to do one with you as well, man. We can do it. Uh, Rob D says, my first was some type of twenty-two long rifle revolver on railroad tracks. Must have been about 10 I'd guess. <laughs> Maybe that's a new series we can start. Destroying Glocks with this person, with that person. Tony said, my first gun was a Mossberg 410 with a poly choke. Yep. Bold action, I've got one of them. Mike White said the first gun I ever shot was a Colt 25 Auto. Uh, Woods says Mossberg 500 at 16, several cheapo handguns. Not the most legal, but it was 1985. Uh, JA-22, <laughs> JA-380, Charter 38. Cops took that. Oh, shit. Uh, Block 9 says, or if you want to be really hillbilly, how about a high point C9 and a couple of shots of moonshine? <laughs> uh, DM Foss says, the first shotgun I shot was a Maverick Security 88 I bought last year. First shotgun I ever shot was a break open 12 gauge, and that 
thing kicked like a goddamn mule. I think I was 12 years <laughs> old. I honestly do not know what the first shotgun I shot was. It was a break open side by side, but I have no idea what it was. That was when I worked on the farm years and years and years ago. <laughs> I bought my first shotgun many, many, many years ago. Department store chain called Wolco. And I went in with my mother there, and uh, I happened to see that shotgun sitting on the on the rack. And I asked them how much it was. They told me. And uh, back then, they didn't have all this malarkey about filling out 40, 40s, 4773s or whatever the hell they are now. Uh <laughs> I paid $27 for a Brazilian break-action 12-gauge single-shot shotgun. And uh, like Wazafa mentioned, it kicked the stew out of me. Yep, my first one over here was the Remington 870 Wingmaster, and I still own it today, and it's a beautiful gun. Yes, sir. Nice. My brother had a left-hander. Mm-hmm. I, I got it for a stupid price too. Uh, we got it. When I first got into the firearms world, it was a guy that was working for me, and he was super nice and, and gave me a hell of a deal on it. Mm. Yeah, this a uh, single. Yeah, it was a single shot. It was a single barrel break act, break open shotgun. Man, that thing. Uh, it was an American made one. I forget what brand. But first time I fired that, the next day my shoulder was all kinds of bruised. <laughs> I've literally, I, I, I kid you not, I've, I've literally put 500 plus 70 in one session and never felt a thing. Mm. That thing is so smooth, it's, it's not even funny. It's ridiculously smooth. Yeah. So Rob D says, no disrespect, but the single shot remember seeing the Red Sea part two? How old is this guy? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I am 66, and I've earned every white hair on my head and on my face. (laughs) That's right. A lot of those, what was it, last week? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. For real. That yeah, Joker in New Jersey almost found out what it was like to get compacted in his vehicle. Literally. I still can't believe that those rolls of paper slid that far forward. Because I was, I was only rolling about two or three miles an hour. I but it was one of those situations. I hate driving situa- in New Jersey. New Jersey sucks. Uh, sucks. People there... I, I've, I've driven all over the country, and New Jersey is one of the worst. Amazing. Two or three miles an hour, and I had to hit the brakes so hard that slid those rolls four feet ahead. It doesn't take much, and the inertia of those things, when they get moving, you don't want to stop. That's right. So New, New Jersey and... Uh, New Jersey and Chicago are the worst. Mm-hmm. Blasted See, West Coast just about anywhere you go there. California, Oregon, or, or Washington State. <laughs> they're, they're pretty, pretty bad. bad. Yeah. 
I'll tell you, man, what's what what's funny is when I first when I first got to Oregon and stuff, um, I, I lived there years ago, but when I first got to Oregon, I went to go pump my own gas and they're like, No, you can't do that. I'm like, What? <laughs> that was the first thing I lived in where you don't pump your own gas. And I was just kinda like, yeah. What the hell is this? It was so weird. It used to be that way here too back in 1975. Oh yeah. <laughs> we talk about weird man. I, I literally got out of my truck, went to start opening the gas the, 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 the gas thing, and they're, and they're like, oh, "That's you can't do that. That's illegal." <clears throat> I'm like what? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, yeah, we, we have to fill that up for you. Okay. Pittsburgh area, the last full-service gas station closed in the early 1980s. Believe it or not, there's two full-service diesel fuel truck stops that I found, that is. One of them is called Dice Harks Travel Center up in Herman, Maine. And the other one is uh, exit, what is that, 195 in Virginia on... Uh, I-81. Those are the the only other two that I've ever found. The rest of them is self-service. you got to pump your own. Yeah, PNW, it is a weird place, man. I lived in Eugene for a couple of years. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's a really weird freaking place, dude. C&T, where are you at in the south? Yeah, I'm not real sure where he's at. I like the South, man. I like, you know, I've lived in Georgia. I've lived in Tennessee. I've, I've spent a lot of time in South Carolina, North Carolina. Alabama. <clears throat> okay. I've been to Alabama once or twice. I spent most of my life right there in Maine. Lived in South Central Georgia there for about 15 years till my place burnt down. <clears throat> a good friend of mine that, that worked for me when I was in Georgia, they, they had a house in Alabama. Unfortunately, they passed a few years back. Mm. Uh, someone T-boned them, and that was it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Way, way too young. Yeah. She used to be a truck driver, too, Shango Shop. Wow. Yep, she she had a nickname and uh she, she happened to make the mistake of telling me what it was, her handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I ran with it for years. Yeah. Well, I, knew her, I ran with it. Her handle was sugar britches. <laughs> I've heard that handle. By God. Sugar I may have talked about it. That was, my, that was my girl, man. Yes, sir. She worked for me for a few years, and then unfortunately, like I said, a few years back, she T-boned. Mm. Yep, that sounds very familiar. That's something. She's a good woman, dude. Really good yes, woman. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
All right, so we are down to about three minutes left in the show, so let's go ahead and give everybody a chance to plug whatever they have coming up. I'm going to start with Rich. I know, Rich, you have a show coming up later. You want to tell us what you got going on? Well, hell, I don't know my damn self. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. It's called tonight. This never... Week Unloaded. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that much I know. <laughs> but what we're talking about, I have no clue. So uh, I guess you'll have to fi- watch and find out the same time I do at this point. So that'll be at 8.30 tonight if I manage to stay awake. So, uh, yeah. Keep an eye out for that. And that'll be on the Unloaded Media channel, of course. So. That's at 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central, 5.30 yes. Pacific. Yeah, something along those lines, yeah. 6.30 Mountain Time. Yeah, you forgot Mountain, mountain Time. time. <laughs> All right. Everybody forgets Mountain Time, so don't feel bad here. Well, I know. They always get left out. It's not fair. All righty. Well, thank you. Look forward to your show later. Uh, the Scottish American, I know you also have a show coming up later. Uh, absolutely. Uh, we have foreign domestic with special guest host, the Kingpin himself. Um, I'm kind of excited for that one. That's been a while since me and Kingpin have done a show together. So, uh, I'm honored to have him on the show as my guest host. Uh, so please join us seven o'clock Eastern. Uh, should be a good time. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got, man. Um, I do have one other thing, actually, before before I jump off. But uh, if you guys don't know CW, CW uh, is a big caster reloader. Uh, CW had a major heart attack this past week and is looking at a triple bypass surgery this coming week. Um, a bunch of us are making videos uh, just to keep them entertained. Um, so look out for those as well. But if you guys know him, if you don't know him, please go check him out and keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you for helping to save this last hour of the show. Kingpin says also, don't forget the Willie Bullet Man giveaway. Mm, I almost got that. All right. So... We have one last panelist left to go, so let's hear from Single Shot. I know you probably have some things coming up, too. So what do you have for us? Well, I posted uh, two videos, one on YouTube, the other one on uh, Rumble F, uh, CW. And my thoughts are with him a lot. So I hope everybody can take uh, a few minutes out of the day and just Keep him in your thoughts. Good man. He's very knowledgeable. And I've had the opportunity to shake his hand a couple of times. So, uh, other than that, uh, I'll deliver this thing tomorrow. I don't know where I'm headed to uh, from there yet. I won't find out until tomorrow. And everybody to take care. God bless. Stay safe. America moves by truck. Absolutely. Trying to get some links posted out there for uh, Unloaded Media Channel and the Scottish American Channel out there. Uh, Single shot. If I can get him a link out there too real quick before we have to sign off. Uh, There's single shot right there. All right. Give me one moment here. 
Ozzy says, Foreign and Domestic is one of my favorite shows. Mine, too. Uh, don't miss it. Uh, anyway, as we sign off, I want to say thanks to everybody for watching today, whether you watched on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch. We enjoyed having you. Thanks to everybody who contributed to the chat, and as always, thanks to everybody who uh, was on the panel today. We've had different people come and go. Enjoyed having each one there. Thanks to everybody who supports the channel out there on Patreon, my patrons on patreon.com, also my YouTube channel members. Thanks for your support. Uh, Don't forget, next Friday, Foul Territory on my channel. That's at Friday nights, 9 p.m. Central. And next week, once again, the early bird chat. That's Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. Central. So thanks to each and every one of you. Enjoy your Sunday and uh, enjoy the kitty on the screen there, courtesy of Rich White. We should end with a kitty at all times. So while you're looking at the kitty, remember, as I always tell you, that if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, give them the bird. This is Gizzard Gary. Uh, be free, everybody. Uh, have a great Sunday. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Early Bird Chat is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions and is streamed live every Sunday at 9 a.m. Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch and later released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcast, Podbean, Google Podcast, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, please visit our website at gizzardgary.com. <laughs>